podcast has no forward thinking. It's just a series of rabbit holes of chasing squirrels of trees. What in the Steven Seagal is going to happen to you? <laughs> Welcome to Bohemian Cow Study. Seagulls! And thank you for that intro, Emma. We always love you, and thank you for the the work you put in i guess i don't know she don't put in no work she's fucking she said it once she's, she's okay lazy. and now we just put it on repeat is basically what we did okay? I mean, right. she said it like 26 times but she only said it right once <laughs> no she, she didn't even say it right it was once. it was two takes no that's how i wanted her to say it don't don't judge my daughter i will judge whoever the fuck <laughs> i feel like okay? i'll sit there listen y'all y'all can judge my daughter when y'all's daughters are perfect all right your daughter's a bitch my daughter is a bitch fair enough <laughs> Huge bitch. For seven years old, my daughter's one of the biggest bitches. Just like her ever. Mama. Yeah, for real. <laughs> she comes by it, honestly. Yeah. But anyways, guys, welcome back to Brohemian Chat City. What's up, everybody? Hey, uh, I just want to throw a shout out real quick to everybody who tuned in to the first episode of Gassed Up with Brohemian Chat City. Thank you, guys. I greatly appreciate it. Wrong one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, now, next thing you know, all we're going to hear is fucking cricket sounds the entire goddamn episode. Please, please don't. But anyways, uh, yeah, we had over 100 views on the first episode uh, yep. that we know of that we can confirm, maybe more. Correct. Uh, and it was all possible with you guys, so thank you. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, uh, but I am super excited about tonight because to continue with this whole series of bringing in normal professions that everybody wants to know more about, it, we got a tattoo artist out of Fort Worth. Yes, sir. Uh, his name is Sean Green, right? Correct. See, I, I was scared I was going to mess up that last name, but y'all give it up for Sean Green real well, quick. Welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. All right, Sean. So this is how we usually do this. Uh, we're just going to, we're going to bullshit is all we're going to do. Uh, we definitely want to ask you some, some questions about what it's like to be a tattoo artist, uh, and all that good stuff. But, uh, we usually start out, uh, tell tell the people a little bit about yourself. Give us a little bit of the origin story of what what become of, of Sean Green, how you become the guy you are today. Before the mutant school? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, uh, I started off Fort Worth, Northeast 28th Street, uh, 1989, man. Uh, was calling me, yeah. I was yeah. one years old. <laughs> I, was, I was two. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Called around looking for an apprenticeship. Got my first tattoo when I was 17, and after that, I started looking for an apprenticeship. Uh, went through, ended up not so much an apprenticeship as just working in the shop under everybody. Uh, and started off from there. Worked around the DFW area for a little while. Went out to Florida for four years. Georgia, Kennesaw, Georgia for three and a half years. Virginia Beach, three and a half years, and ended up Damn. back here. So Hell Yeah. So, uh, tell us a little bit about growing up. Like what was growing up like for you? Uh, mom, dad, brother, sister, stuff like that. Mom, dad, sister. Okay. Uh, Sears and Roebuck, man. Just like playing, uh, happy family. Uh, never really even saw tattoos that I, I remember before like 16 and a buddy of mine got one and I was like, dude, that's so cool. You know? And, uh, we used to go up, there used to be a place called Joe's Garage up off the west side of Fort Worth, and they had a tattoo shop right there in front of it. And matter of fact, Joe's Garage, that's where Pantera used to practice up there all the time. So Hell yeah. Nice. Cool. But uh, they had this place, uh, Rick's Tattoo, I think it was called, 
and it had this big window in the front of it, and they wouldn't let us in there because we were too young. So we'd sit out front and smoke cigarettes and watch them tattoo. Hell yeah. So, uh, and then we started, you know, the back then, hell, when I started from the west side of Fort Worth to the east side of, or the west side of Fort Worth, east side of Arlington, there's probably like eight shops, and that was it. And uh, so the, the, tattoo artists back then you know they knew where all the parties were all the concerts and you know all the wrong reasons to get into yeah hell yeah so uh just got infatuated with it man and went for it hell yeah so growing up uh mom and dad were married yep not not a separated family nope. pretty normal ass childhood then yeah. huh yeah it, sears and roebuck yeah um moved from st louis my dad got transferred uh when i was like 10 we moved to Burleson, stayed there for a year, moved to Joshua, pretty much grew up in Joshua. Okay. So Hell yeah. Uh, Local boy. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was it. I mean, you know, shooting BB guns in the field and hitting each other with electric fences and shit. So Fuck, I <laughs> yeah. well, me and my younger brother, he's fourteen months younger than me. We would have rock wars with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like like seriously trying to hurt the other one with taking the rocks out because when I lived in Godly, we had a gravel driveway. You know, those rocks can... Yeah, big old cleachy rocks. Push fucking hauling them. Yep. We shattered a few windows and needless to say, our mom and dad weren't too happy with us. So Marshall. <laughs> I completely understand how... Sorry, you mentioned electric fence. Do you remember when I lived over off 801B and yeah. we had Rocky in the fence with the electric fence and uh -huh. I talked you into putting your leg on it? Yeah. But I didn't tell him I turned it all the way up. Oh, <laughs> bro, you talk about fucking... We were not, like 12 years old. Not, not fucking hurt so bad. And oh, on man. top of that, how pissed off I was at this motherfucker for oh, doing that God. to me. Oh, God. The dude that used to live, so it was my parents' house, and at the time there weren't as many houses, not near as many houses in Joshua. So it was my parents' house on Thomas Street, if anybody knows where that's at. I know and exactly where that is. Right yep, across yep. the street, that was also a big field. Yeah. There's one house up in the middle of the field, and it was this dude, Wayne. And uh, I'd, I'd like walk out to check the mail in the morning, and all of a sudden see dirt kick up next to me and be like, what the fuck is that? And looking around, see it kick up again, and I'd be like, what the hell's going on? And I look over in the field, and Wayne's like, ching, 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 ching. Fucking pumping up gun. that BB yeah. gun, yep. Firing off at me and shit. So I'd run back in the house to get mine. But anyhow, <laughs> when, I love it. One, day, <laughs> one day we're out in the field, and we're just looking for, you know, rabbits, birds, anything to shoot at. And uh, he's, he's talking, he's got to take a piss. Well, they've got these cattle and a couple cows i should say not even cattle uh and uh some sheep and shit like that and so they've got this big industrial strength you know like it goes all the way down the field and comes back and he starts pissing i notice he's pissing like probably like six inches away from it so i grab my bb gun by the stock and i take the wire and i like right underneath the stream oh oh and you <laughs> oh, no oh, oh my god that was awesome yeah it, it might have been awesome for you but i guarantee was. it wasn't awesome for him because i know how bad that shit hurts yeah because horrendous he, he was on his back and he was still peeing but uh bro he's not wrong no nah. bro i've peed on an electric fence before not realizing it was electric you know i walked over kind of in a corner where where there was a privacy fence but then it was just filled with an electric fence i didn't know i was just kind of you know just dance just you know, fucking around when i was taking a piss and hit that wire and i dropped i mean just and your bladder, your bladder just keeps going. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It, I, I should have had you pee on the fence instead of touch it with your leg, bro. You would have. You think you've seen pain in your life? You got no balls until you lick it. 
Fuck. <laughs> bro, go, go piss on an electric fence for me and tell me what you think. Bro, I lived out in the country. I grew up in the country. We, that's yeah. all we did was piss on fences. Yeah. It was, electric. It was a right of manhood. Yeah. I, it had yeah. to be, apparently. I, I never peed on one. Well, I had an electric fence and never peed on it. I've hit my ear. Like, my one, we had this little dip down in the backyard, and my parents had one that went across just keep the dogs in because they kept getting out and i was mowing and i remember stepping down in that ditch and that thing just laid right across my ear and it was Ooh, like, yeah damn all right uh man so you've been tattooing you said since 1989 yeah, yeah. right so that's what 33 33 years in the game 33 years september's thir- was 33 yeah okay yeah hell yeah fuck yeah yeah man uh so where are you tattooing now uh, Wild Rooster off of Brian Irving right there. You know where Cowboys and Cadillacs is? Yeah. So right next door. As a matter of fact, we're actually uh, this weekend, they're they're tearing down the walls because we're, we're expanding over. We just got, we had 1,800 square foot. We just got another 1,500 square foot. Damn. And we're probably 90% done with renovation on that. And so this, this weekend, while we're all off, they're going in there and cutting out the holes in the walls to make it one big unit, you know? So, so y'all want to let us put like our podcast studio in the back of y'all shop for real. I don't feel like you, driving all the way to do you it. Might, you might talk to, the, I know this guy. So. Depends on how many tattoos we can get while we're doing it. For yeah. real. For real. Dave's oh trying God. to finish just the, out. Just the snapshots of some of the people that out front walking back and forth to guitars and Cadillacs would make it work. Oh my God. If you could do like interviews, like just uh, that's what we're planning on doing. Yeah. Live interview on the sidewalk. Yeah. Wait oh, till yeah. they're coming out. Yeah. So, so fun fact, uh, me and Marshall, we take a road trip together every year. Uh, it's just kind of our way of, of being able to uh, disengage from real life, you know, like because we're both, we have kids, all that. So we take a road trip every year. Well, this past year we went to San Antonio, and that was our, like we had the mic set up and everything with us, and that was our plan. Every night we got drunk way too early and ended up passing out before we could get out there and do it. <laughs> but so. did you record that? What us getting drunk? Yeah, uh, we have videos we of have us. Some video. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that's always the best conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the problem is, I ended up getting roofied the second night, so like I don't remember shit from it. So. And I was already. But passed. did you have a good time? Uh, yeah. And I was lucky <laughs> enough. I woke up and my ass didn't hurt, so yeah, I know. And I woke up in our room. Like I got roofied at the hotel bar, like of where we were staying, and somehow managed before it fully kicked in uh, to get to the room. And I don't remember shit else. Yeah, like, I don't there, remember. There's no blood. It's good. Yeah. 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 yeah but I have a question for you that I just now thought of. Did your jaw hurt? No. Ooh. Okay. No. Okay. No. You, you remember? Cause, like, that's because he's so good at doing it. <laughs> that's a factual statement. I'm like a snake. I can just dis- <laughs> unhinge. Yeah. Unhinge I don't think my that's jaw. something you should be proud of, Andrew. <laughs> But no, man. Uh, so let me ask you, what what uh, what style of tattooing do you do? Do you uh, specialize or now I do uh, like the geometric, like stipple and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, black and gray realism. So that's that's typically what I stick to. Uh, I started off back in the day. I mean, you had to do pretty much everything when you're starting. So I started off traditional, then went into traditional Japanese and just. Uh, did a little bit of everything really coming up because, like I said, back in the day, there weren't a whole lot of artists. So you, you pretty much did whatever came in your door. Yeah. And then uh, just, you got to pay the light bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. Uh, and then uh, here, I guess the last. 
probably like eight, 10 years, uh, I've been really concentrating on the black and gray and the, the, uh, I guess a little longer than that. I've been messing with like the geometric and stuff like that. So matter of fact, we just did the convention down here in Cleveland, uh, this past weekend. And I did first place the, the, the geo. So oh, no shit. Nice. Yeah. Got a man a round of applause awesome. for that. Hell yeah. So that was pretty cool. I was going to ask you about the, uh, that was going to be one of my questions ask you how that went. Cause I remember uh, originally we were trying to get you scheduled for last week, Yeah, uh, yeah. which it kind of worked itself out because we had a jumble up with guests. So we ended up being able to get every week covered. Uh, this is new to us, by the way. Me too. Uh, I've never done one of these. So, well, yeah. I mean, We've podcasting had, is is not new to us, but the having, interview type style. No, I'm talking yeah. just getting interviewed. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah! Well, ninety percent of the people we have on is this. This is either their first time, you know, they're virgins at it, and we pop the cherry, or Why it's do you their have to put second it that time. Way? What the? Because it makes it so much more fun, and then I get reactions Why? like Why? that from Why you. Why do you have to say it like that though? It's not awkward unless you make it awkward. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> and I'm the guy that makes it awkward, so you're welcome. <laughs> and and like I've always said, it's not getting until you spit on their neck. So well, come here. What? No. <laughs> Mar- Does that Marshall's count not local. If you just missed, like if you were shooting for their mouth and it landed on their neck, or <laughs> well, no, jizzing, is that still like jizzing a, on their neck is fine, but spitting on no, it? No, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, like you were gonna spit in their mouth, but then they moved and you landed on their neck, then it's, no it's longer, still gay. Then you then just, it's no longer dominance; it's just gay. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah there, well, there's a very fine line yes, right there <laughs> between dominance and homosexuality. <laughs> but yes. see, but technically, you could still you could have dominant homosexuality because then you just hold their head to the side. I could see that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I guess it depends on what you're holding it with. Exactly. You know what? Yeah. I, I changed my story. It's not gay until you make eye contact. Yes. There. How are you, Andrew? <laughs> All right. Don't forget, you're still the little spoon in the equation. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so geometric, uh, black and gray realism. Yeah. Uh, now, with the black and gray realism, is that that's like portrait, right? Uh, a lot of stuff like portrait. Uh, I do a lot of animals, do a lot of like nature scenes, stuff like that. Here lately, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, like cars, motorcycles, okay. stuff like that. Like I've got one guy in particular uh, just brought me in uh, some pictures of his bike, and uh, he's got like a 52 Chevy pickup Ooh. and uh, did those on his arms. Oh, like hell that. yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So would you would you say that roughly when you were, you know, you said 16, 17 years old, when you first, you know, just sat outside those, those studio shops, would you say that's kind of where you decided – more or no. less at that point to pursue the tattoo? No. Uh, so honestly, so I was 17. Uh, I got my my first tattoo. Got a little dragon on my arm and shit, you know. And you then, still got it? No. Or is it covered up? No, it's gone. Oh, okay. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> Had it, it was facing the wrong direction. <laughs> so whatever. But uh, no, I got my first tattoo. Uh, I went home. I showed my dad. And he was like, your mom's going to whoop your ass when she gets home. Oh, and, yeah. and to me, that was foreign because I was like, ask permission to do something in my own body. You know, that's weird. I wasn't raised that way. So yeah. I just, it, it just kind of hit me all wrong. And my dad, the whole time growing up was, was so my dad was forced recon back in Vietnam. He did two tours. Okay. So grew up very militant. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. You disagree. We can go out in the front yard and figure it out kind of shit. Hit like men, baby. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, my mom got home and she came walking up and before she could say anything, I was on the front porch. I just like punched her in the throat. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, was, 
No, this was, is how we do it in this yes. house. Listen, listen, I was hanging on every word. So when he said he punched his mom in the throat, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I, uh, oh, that got me good. That's fucking awesome. So uh, she came walking up and I, I was like, hey, before you say anything, you know, I did my research. I, I saved up my own money. I did this on my own. And she just kind of looked at me funny like she didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Because I thought dad had already told me. You just yeah. ratted yourself yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Big as shit. So, uh, so I raised my sleeve and I showed her and she sat there for a minute. She kind of tilted her head to the side and she goes, well, hopefully we raised you to make the right decisions for you in life. And if you felt this was right for you, then so be it, you know? Oh, and, cool. and my dad was like, no, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> well, I, I told him you were going to beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I didn't find out until then that the whole time growing up, at the time I had a motorcycle, I had my ears pierced, just got my first tattoo. Uh, my dad had wanted all those things, but his dad wasn't having it, you know? Yeah. So that's the reason he, he lied about his age when he joined the Marine Corps. And uh, he was trying to prove something to his dad. Didn't like 90% of people lie about their age to join the I military so. back, back then? Yeah. yeah. 17 year old getting thrown into Vietnam. That's yeah. crazy. My great uncle was in Vietnam and. So yeah, I know where that. Yeah. I'm, so uh, so anyhow, so you know, back then there wasn't you know you hardly ever heard of like tattoo conventions or anything like that. But it just so happened that that weekend down in Waco they were having the Easy Rider Motorcycle and Tattoo Convention. Nice. So my dad like was like, okay, come on, we're going. And I was like, where are we going? He's like, you'll see. So we I piled in the car with him and. We took off, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to take me out in the woods shooting. And, <laughs> he's going to old yeller my ass. Yes, Shit. Yes. I shouldn't have got that fucking tattoo. <laughs> now, uh, so we get down to Waco, and we pull up, and I see this thing, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. He's going to take me down here and let me look around. No, 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 no. So my dad walks in. We walk through the whole thing once, and then he finds the booth that he likes, and he goes back to it, and he's like, hey. The guy's like, yeah. And he's like, I want a wolf. And he's like, you want a wolf? And he's like, this half of my chest. I want a wolf. Hell and yeah. Blast it out like the whole half of his chest. Damn. So that was like a big, like almost like a, 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 a bonding, bonding yeah. but it was almost like uh, the first time I really felt like, like equal to yeah. him instead of him being on that higher ground. And so I think that's the biggest thing that that's awesome that drove me towards it. And then later on, I found out about you know you knew where all the concerts were any day of the week. You find a party, all the wrong reasons. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, so I got into it for that, and then slowly started finding out like there's you know rules and and superstitions and and reasons you do shit. And then it really got like oh wow, it's a whole nother world, you know. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, growing up, my dad was like, because uh, I'm like, a, I'm a fifth generation musician, right? And like all my family are fucking degenerates. And <laughs> But my dad, he was like, a, he was a big hippie, surfer hippie, but he was like surfer hippie that turned corporate, right? And so growing up, uh, you know, I got teenage years, I got signed to a record label, I was, I was playing in bands and my dad was like, listen, and I started gauging my ears and he was like, all right, listen, no tattoos till you're 18. And I was like, what? He was like, no tattoos till you're 18. That's all I ask. And I was like, okay. So the day I turned 18, I went and got this Texas right there on my arm and come home. And I was like, hey, dad. And he was like, damn it, son, I told you. And I was like, ah, you told me not till I'm 18. And I'm 18 now. He was like, shit. All right. He was like, well, don't go and, and start covering your body with tattoos. And then I got this piece right here. And I wore a sleeveless shirt around him. 
uh, him, me, and my now wife, uh, well, I say now, we've been married for fucking 13 years, but we had just, so we went to dinner, right? And I wore this sleeveless shirt and I sat there and I waited just to hear what he was going to say. And not a thing, like he didn't say shit. And I, I finally, at the end of the dinner, I was like, dad. And he was like, you haven't had that the whole time? <laughs> I was like, it's literally covered in A&D ointment right now. No, I just got it. He was like, did you have to get it so big? And I was like, oh, just wait. <laughs> and, and so then I went and got like all this done. And so, yeah, but yeah, my dad, he was, uh, he was real cool, but like, that was his big rule. Like no Not tattoo. And, yeah. Yep. As soon and, as you turn 18, have at it. My yeah. mom, on the other hand, she had tattoos. And when I showed up with that one, she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, bitch, who are you? See, I was the first one in my like entire family, like cousins, aunts, uncles, yeah. grandparents, everybody that to yeah. get a tattoo, you know. So So one of my very first tattoos is the Monopoly man with the five hundred dollar bill around it. And uh I went and when my dad first saw it, his literal reaction was That's a fucking stupid tattoo. Yep. And that's I, all and, and that that's all that was said about it, but it was just hilarious. I just was like, Yeah, it probably is, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I okay. Like, I just wanted one. So is there a tattoo that when you were doing it, you're like, This is fucking stupid. Like you didn't want a tattoo? Oh, yeah. It? Yeah. Do you remember what it is? Uh which one? Oh uh, my god. Yeah. The the yeah. I mean you can tell us about a couple Any of them. I don't give a yeah. shit. Uh so I used to have one guy whose name will not be mentioned right now uh that used to come in all the time and 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 he drank a little bit and uh and he got a monopoly man with the 500 no he had, he had all kinds of stuff but i was completely sober when i did mine so he, i knew what i was getting well for him he was he he stayed that way so i guess that was his sober yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah because yeah, some days he'd be worse than others that was like my dad so, yeah. He's, you know he had that just that level kill well, of, so this dude was alcohol. doing like between four and six handles of jack a week <sighs> and the doctor gave him two God. choices stop or die you know so yeah but Damn. he would come in and get stuff like he had the peanuts gang having an orgy across his stomach he had the arrow <laughs> underneath his belly button that pointed down said blow here uh Road sure. Uh Roadrunner uh getting date raped by the coyote. God uh, damn. The Simpsons humping each other. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff that you're like now I look back and I'm like, Oh, I guess it was a cool story, but you know, it's it's yeah, you know. So I think I take it a little more seriously now. Yeah. Than just the the that aspect of it. Yeah. But so yeah, he used to do a lot of stuff like like that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I've got one across my stomach, and it's old school pirate pistols and roses. Yeah. But within the gun, within, well, here, fuck it. Yeah, I would say, don't be about it, show them. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it says sex and lust yeah. right there. You know, and for a lot of, a long time, a lot of people never even saw the words. All they saw were the guns and the roses and shit. Well, I got that from my tattoo artist at the time for a birthday present. And. Needless to say, my tattooist at the time was like 280, almost 300 pounds. So he's, you know, pushing and he's like, you got to breathe. And I'm like, I'm fucking trying, but you're killing me. Did kind of use, situation. Did he use a boner book? I guess not. Because I, A, I have no idea what that is. And <laughs> that's, B, what, that's what I always call it. And, and B, so, all I know is he's sitting here just putting all his weight on me. 
tattoo in my uh, stomach. A so. group of the guys that uh, that I tattoo with, we all call it a boner book. And it's like if you got to do something low on a guy, you put the book there, and that way your hand's not resting on his dick while you're tattooing. Ah, you know? uh, okay. It's, it's no, the boner book. So. Yeah, no. So no, his tattoo artist was his mom's boss. Uh, At the time, he, he did hair too. Hair. Like, real fucking cool guy. But uh, like, he knew Marshall since he was a kid, so it wasn't. If he touched his dick, it wouldn't have been. I mean, it probably would have been weird, but yeah, it Marshall would have got hard. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get, I get hard. Okay, just can't help it. It's, it's just, it just means something's working right. It's yeah. That's why I look at it. Okay, so is there a style or a certain tattoo that you will not do? Uh, I don't do anything gang related, racial, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, well, fuck. There goes my idea. Yeah, right. We Damn have this long standing joke on the podcast about him being. I used to do like a cold open to the. Uh, to the episodes i'd be like i'm like uh like we'd come in from the intro and to start the podcast i'm like well i don't think that you should get a whites only shirt or like uh <laughs> no, it was a whites only sign for his uh garden hose yeah garden hose. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so we used to have this long-standing joke about him being racist so now every chance he gets like when a racist joke comes up he's like well we'll see i i'm i'm an honorary mexican so I, you know, there you go. Like the guys at work. So my last name's Green. Uh, so one of my instas is art, the art by Sean Green. Mm-hmm. The other one's Mr. Verde uh, because <laughs> Sean Green. So, yeah. so <laughs> nice. like yeah. uh, I've got the car out front and then I've got a little G35 and I'm about to take the the emblems off of it and flip them over and put them back on so they're Vs. Nice. And then the infinity on the back, I'm going to take that off and put Verde. Across, oh, yeah. You know, shit like that. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. You got a Camaro. See, this I, is this I, is our kind of people, right? Yeah, here. hell yeah, dude. Yeah, you're like you're like the right amount of degenerate for us. Like <laughs> you, yeah, I as, like that. As long as you're not more de- degenerate than Marshall, you're good. You don't yeah. get more degenerate than Marshall. I've, I've never buried anybody or anything because we're being recorded right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, never, I never, never, I never done anything like that. And see, that's so. the thing. I've never buried anybody either. I just keep them in the crawl space under the house. You know, if you freeze them, it works. But I mean, <laughs> if you freeze them, it works. Better. Let me go ahead and get off camera real quick. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be guilty by association. Uh, yes, I did know that. As a matter of fact, <laughs> but no. Okay, so uh, you won't do gang related. You won't do uh, racial, obviously. And, and now, realistically, like I'll have people. So the shop I work at now, we've got I think seven artists right now, and we're about to have four more in there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, the the styles of stuff I don't want to do. Uh, like people will come in and be like, Hey, yeah, I was thinking about getting this super traditional, blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, well, honestly, uh, if you're looking to do that, you should probably talk to, you know, one of the other guys because it's something that they're kind of passionate about it where I'm not. So I feel like they would do more justice to the piece than I would. Yeah. Cause like if you do it, you're doing it for the, the pay, Versus they're doing it because they're trying to hone in on that. Unless it's uh, like a, like, so I've got clients that like around the area, I've got one guy that uh, I did his first tattoo when he was 19. He's 37 now, you know? Oh yeah. And uh, I've been tattooing him except for when I moved out of the the state. uh, And then when I came back, I started tattooing him again. But like, if someone like that were to come in and be like, Hey dude, I'm, Feeling this traditional piece, you know, then for someone like that, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. But, uh, or the like a first timer piece or, yeah. but if it's just someone walking in, that's just like, Hey, you know, because for them, I would be that passionate about it because 
that's someone I've known for that long. It's a long time no. client. Stuff. Well, that canvas is your art. I mean, yeah. And, you know well, what I'm saying? That, that, I mean, you tattoo someone that long. I mean, they're, they're pretty much your friend at that point. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, yeah. So, yeah. And that's what I was going to so. say. My tattooist that we mentioned a minute ago, he's done all my tattoos. I have had nobody else do my tattoos. Well, he's retired now. So I, a knee, I want to get a remembrance piece for my dad, but I have nobody to do that. Right. So, you know, and then, and like, my whole thing is, you know, you get you get comfortable with that person and, you know, they become part of your life because oh, you've sure. gone to them for so long, you know, so it's kind of hard to kind of kind of be like, OK, well, this guy used to do it. Now we got to go over here and see if we can yeah. find somebody else. So it's, it's really and especially if it's something that means something like exactly. that. Exactly. It's not just like, you know, walking in and getting a little hundred dollar banger or something. Yeah. You know, you know getting the Monopoly man with $500 around them. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no, that fits. That no, fits. no, it doesn't. That fits. Um, so what would you, what would you say um, out of, I guess the hundreds, if not thousands of pieces you've done, what, um, besides, you know, the couple that you've mentioned that you're really passionate about right now, what would you, um, say is kind of like your favorite couple of pieces that you've done, say within just the past five years. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know, people, shorten it that long or, you know, that always little, ask me but, what my favorite piece that I've done is. Yeah. And I, I think they're, they're expecting it to be for a totally different answer. Uh, Cause like, so one of my favorite pieces that I've ever done is super simple. Uh -huh. It was a little banger. I was working in Florida down at Shamrock Tattoo. Great, great bunch of guys down there. What city but, is that in? Uh, it's right, uh, Ormond Beach, uh, right there by Daytona. Okay, so it's a little further down the coast because we would always go visit my brother when he lived down there in Destin and all of that right yeah, there. Yeah. So it's a little, just a little further down. Okay. Yeah, down there on the East Coast. Yeah. But uh, so I had this this mom and daughter came in and down there, that was the biggest thing to get used to down there. Uh, with parental consent, uh -huh. the shop could tattoo, you know, actually it didn't have an age limit, but they wouldn't tattoo anybody under 16. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, where Texas, you know, it's 18 or nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I had this mom and daughter come in and they both wanted only God can judge me on their foot. Right. Okay. So no big deal. So the dad comes in, he's this big meathead, low brown, everybody just like, just being a douchebag. Yeah. And, uh, so do the mom's tattoo and he's all hovering and like, just like glaring at everybody and shit to the point to where like the guys in the back are like, dude, I'm about to whoop this guy's ass. You know? Oh yeah. And, and, uh, and you gotta do it sometimes. And so I get done with hers, wrap it up. Well, it's time for the daughters and she pulls me to the side and she's like, Hey, can I get you to draw up something a little bit different for me real quick? I'm like, sure. What you got? And she tells me. So I go over and I tattoo it on while well, I'm, I'm about to put the stencil on her foot. And she's like, dad, you're making me so nervous. You got to go sit down over there. You yeah. Know? And which it was kind of surprising because as soon as she said that, it was like, whoosh, you know, and he's gone, you know? So yeah. she, the little girl was in charge, you know? And, uh, you have daughter. Do I? Yeah. 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 You understand yeah. it now. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so he, he gets over there and he sits down and, so I put the stencil on and I do the tattoo and I get done and she's like, uh, she's sitting on a massage table, like, uh, kind of sitting up with her foot on the end of it and her mom's straddling it behind her and she's leaning back on her mom the whole uh -huh. time, you know? Okay. And, uh, so she calls dad over and he walks over there and I tattooed, uh, forever daddy's little angel nice. across her foot and he starts 
bawling. Oh, I mean, man. and oh, not yeah. just crying. He's bawling like a bitch, trying to yeah. trying to hide his face in his wife's hair. And like shit. that ain't happening, bro. Yeah, we and, know. Yeah, yeah, and just like just totally broke down. And and so that's been one of my my favorites, just because of the emotional response. Uh, and then he uh, about a month later, I'm in the grocery store and I hear this, "Hey, Sean, how's it going?" And I look behind me and it's her and her husband. And he looks up at me, makes eye contact for a split second, and then just beelines it down. You know, like to the back of the store. Damn. Didn't want to have nothing to do with me. Oh, the was, dad? The dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was <laughs> He's like, like, shit, this man's so much yeah, try. I got to go. Damn, he's going to pull my card. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, and then like I had this chick that uh, she, she, uh, she was a black woman. Her husband had a lot of money. They had a big boat. They always had parties on it and all. In the middle of the summer, she's always wearing long sleeve shirts and stuff. So when she was younger... She went to work at, I think it was the Chrysler house or somewhere like that. And she didn't realize there was insulation in there and she was allergic to it. So it left all these little black, looked like pop marks all over on her shoulders and the top half of her arms and stuff. And uh, she was just all distraught because every time they went out on the boat, she'd wear long sleeves because she was so embarrassed about it. Yeah. So we ended up doing two big koi fish upper arms and then the tails met in the back and then there's a big lotus flower in the middle of her back and uh when we got done after that she she used to make this uh what was it dandelion wine uh-huh. and uh she'd bring me up like a bottle every couple of weeks after that hell or yeah she'd bring yeah. up like cookies and shit you know she was just like so stoked about it yeah know? so the like just being able to and to help someone work through, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Well, you gave her her so, confidence back. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, you took something yeah. that, that completely defeated her self-confidence and turned it into a, a piece a of art for her. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, dude, that's so, so fucking so cool. So that, that's more of my my favorite stuff, because I'm my worst critic. I'm like, when I look at a tattoo, yeah. I don't typically, anybody's tattoo, uh, I mean, I'll look at it and be like, dude, that little spot right there, that's, that's, that shit's bomb, you know? Yeah. And it, the whole tattoo might be nice, but for some reason, my eyes, I guess because I'm used to dissecting them, uh-huh. so my eyes will go to, like, one spot where it's just, like, picture perfect, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and find that, and uh, the rest of it, you know, you're like, damn, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. Kind of like, well, that one spot's all right, but this other, the other 80% of the tattoo is like, mm, well, yeah. not, not even so much, like, it, it, it's more like, that's as close to perfect as you can get and the rest of it's still good yeah but but that's that's like on point yeah know? they knocked that so, that part right there yeah. out of the fucking park. yeah that was the world series that was the home run yeah right there yeah uh, the yeah. rest of it was part of the game but that was the home run hell yeah uh so <clears throat> don't say let me ask you a question again by the way i didn't say it i I think I've said it once. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. No, you ask a question now, asshole. Okay. Um, as far as the artwork you have on your body, Damn, what would you qu- consider your favorite piece? My kids. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Both my kids. And then, well, so, Love you. Some, so my kids' pictures, and then like my daughter drew that when she was five and a half. It's a little panda bear. And yeah. my son drew the alligator monster from Scooby-Doo when he's four. Nice. So those, I mean, all my stuff, all my stuff, I, I'd say those are my favorite, but a lot of stuff means a lot to me because yeah. the, like my Consafos, uh, 
I, that's not something I asked for. And uh-huh. it's, it's with respect is Correct. what it means. And, uh, one of the guys that I really, really looked up to, uh-huh. like asked me if he could put it on me. Yeah. So I was like, you know, shit like that. So yeah. That, that it, meant a lot. And yeah, you know, and my, like that. see, that's the way it is. My sister, she's 11 years younger than me. And so she drew a lot of stuff. And my mom has gone and got those as tattoos. And you know, those are her favorite things yeah. that she likes because it, it, and to me, the the meaning behind what you're wanting is is more of what it represents if that makes sense yeah you know yeah, the, the sure. meaning of a tattoo like for me the monopoly man is might seem stupid to other people but to me it means grind and hustle and fucking make your worth so and it, you know something like that to me whereas born and bred in texas is the longhorn with the state of texas you know things like that what are you fucking giggling at, Clint? I think it was the bread thing. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Born oh, bread. I ah, got it. Sorry. I've. Yeah. Anyway, but the meaning to me is more what's behind the tattoo so, than it is the tattoo itself. A long time ago, I, I quit looking at what the tattoo is versus what it means. So I had this couple way back, uh, early 90s came in and got a salt and pepper shaker twisted together into one. Okay. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? You yeah. Know, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you want that? Well, kind of find out the chick was a saltaholic. Dude uh, took her to her favorite restaurant, already paid off the waiter, put a ring in the salt container. Had, he double, he had told the waiter, whatever she orders, double, double that order. So he brings out the food, sits down on the plate. She takes the salt just like she always does. Fump, salt falls everywhere. Ring falls out. And she's like, oh my God, yes. And then she picks up the ring and the waiter grabs the plate and puts... The new one the new there, one yeah. There. So then you're like, oh shit, okay, yeah, that's deep, man. That yeah. makes sense, you know. Yeah. And uh, so right about then, I I was like, okay, you can't always judge a book, you know, by the yeah. cover kind of thing. So, and then I fucked up after that in Virginia, but whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing this whatever bullshit. You got to continue so with this story now. I used to go to this now. place, Mission Barbecue. Okay. Right? And uh, I'd go there every Thursday. Well, Mission Barbecue is really busy. It was a badass barbecue place, but it was really busy once it opened. So you try to get there a little bit early, grab your stuff and get out. And uh, if you went in like five, ten minutes early, they'd be like, hey, man, we're not open yet. We're going to have to ask you to wait out front, right? Okay. So I pull up. still early. I walk up there. I'm hanging out by the door. And uh, excuse me. And this chick pulls up in a Mercedes, bump, bump, up onto the curb, you know, right there in front of the sidewalk. And Damn. Shit, gets out and runs inside. I'm like, look at this entitled cunt, you know? Yeah. And, uh. Oh, you can't say that. Well, no, I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, it's cool. I won't say cunt if I can't. So. Yeah. No, don't, yeah. If you don't, don't want say, me to say cunt, I won't. I yeah. Won't, don't say won't, cunt okay, anymore. Cool. Okay. Cunt, so, cunt's not a good word So this whore pulls up in, Shut up, <laughs> in this Mercedes and, and uh, bumps up onto the curb. She's blocking the sidewalk, and she goes running in. I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. They're going to tell her she's got to fucking leave. Well, she's in there for a couple minutes, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And then she comes walking out, and, you know, it's right there in Virginia Beach, so we're right there by the, the Navy base and all yep. that. Well, like these four or five Navy guys come walking up, you know? And as she's walking out the door and she's like, hey, where are y'all stationed, you know, and kind of snaps at them and they kind of look at her funny and they all pop off, you know, wherever they're stationed at. She was like, cool, here's a gift card, $200, lunch is on me today, gets in her car and drives off, gone. Fuck. Huh. 
Okay. But I go inside and I'm like, hey, what the fuck's up with this chick out here? And she just got a gift card and gave it to me. The guy was like, yeah, she runs in like every week. And does that at least once a week. Uh, and I was like, wow, who's the douchebag now? You yeah. Know, fucking, hey, see, that's yeah. A, they, I hate that. You know, you're like, you're just over here because the whole judgmental aspect of everything, you're just like, what a fucking bitch yeah. doing that shit, you know? And then you come to find out that I'm know, the dick. Yeah. yeah. That, like, yeah. oh, fuck, man. And and again, like you, you know, I, I try my hardest not to judge people if I can. You know, if I just think you're a massive douche. Maybe I don't know why you're acting like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then exactly. go from there and see what happens. That's what I love. Like, if you look at 20 years ago, the connotation that, like, having tattoos brought with a person, you know, people are like, ah, oh, this guy, obviously. I love the fact that so many people have gotten tattoos now that that, that whole mindset has gone away now. See, it's funny because it's it's come full circle now. So, you know, back in the day, well, not even back, back before the day, uh... Say you got sick, right? You you had some fucked up shit going on with you, so uh, you would you would get cast out of your tribe, and then the shaman would come. He would see you, and he would give you this magical cure shit, and he would mark you with his mark, and it was a tattoo, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only way you were allowed back into society. Huh. And then all of a sudden, it went like flipped, and uh, and then all of a sudden, you were an outcast if you had it. Yeah. And then now it's like, I mean, you know, at this point, like. Not many moms don't have, you know, f you know, something tattooed on them. Yeah, them yeah. soccer moms yeah. are getting tattoos yeah. regardless. Hey, yeah, I can't say no. My my soccer mom, she has two of them. Yeah, she's got one on her lower back. She got a tramp stamp, and she's got a. We got our wedding flower tattooed on us. Uh, my wife, she's always been the type like, don't get my name tattooed on you because it's bad omen. I'm like, bitch, like. Where am I gonna go? Yeah, like I'm overweight and like where am in I gonna go? In my mid thirties, what see, am I gonna do? You are literally the best I can get, and I know that, so yeah. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. But even still, so what we did, she went and got uh, cow lily is her favorite flower, and it was our wedding flower. So she got one on her foot, and then I got three up here on my shoulder, and then uh, I was getting tattooed, and I let her write true love on my arm, literally from pen to gun, and got that tattooed. Machine. Machine. Yeah, that yeah, it, machine. Gun, gun's it's a not, bad word. It's not. Yeah, you shoot people with a gun. Well, I know, but it's Jeez, still Andrew, No, actually, actually, there's a old, old, uh, more of your real old school artists. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an old saying. It's it's better to call my mom a whore than my machine a gun. Oh, okay. So yeah, that says like a okay yeah. machine then. So so from from pen to machine. Yeah. That's what, and, the second time he's offended our guest? At least. <laughs> at least. Maybe three Well, he brought me a point. beer, so hey, I'm no, good. Okay, that makes no, up for so, one of them. Yeah. Fucking know yeah. your role, Jabroni, and mute your mic. Hey, <laughs> stay in your life. You want to know what's funny? He knows his role, calling you out on your bullshit. Are you defending him now? Yeah. I like him right now, and I'm drunk, so that, that, that helps. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Well, you finally got his approval. I no. never said he had approval. You're you're on my shit list now, but you got his <laughs> approval. Let's see how long you last now, asshole. Now my uh I've got the 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 matching with the wife and all. She's got yeah. she's got my name on her. I've got her nickname on me cuz ever since we got together, I've called her Monkey. Yeah. And so more people know her by Monkey than they do by her actual name. So, uh but she actually tattooed a tattoo on the back of my my leg. That, I wouldn't uh, trust her to do that on is, me. Yeah. Yeah, I love my wife, but no, I well, guarantee you, my wife's the type of person. Instead of true love, I'd have a big ass penis drawn. Yeah, but that would be a great story. A dick on your arm. And oh my god, the whole that, time. Would, that would be that would. That's another podcast. 
He's not wrong. I'm, I am not letting my wife get <laughs> get her hands on a tattoo machine to put anything she wants on me. It's not y'all could do like my 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 wife and my daughter did, where they both came to me and was like, "Hey, I drew this up for mom, but you can't show her, and you're going to tattoo it on her." And then mom Vice was versa. like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." And so I I tattooed them on. It was what the other one meant to them. Yeah. So okay, so. uh have you seen the show on MTV, like the worst tattoos were like best friends or ex? Yes. Yes. Okay. Are those actual tattoos, like being able to look at it? I can you tell if they are, I if they're permanent? So. I think a lot of them are. I, well, I don't watch it very often. I mean, so what do you do for a living? Me? Yeah. I work for a natural gas company. I'm not going to say the name because okay, they so, don't pay. So, so when you go home, do you watch a lot of gas company tv there's not a lot but i mean you know yeah yeah. no i get it now i uh i i don't watch a lot of the tattoo shows i know a lot of people that have been on the tattoo shows and stuff uh and that's another reason i don't watch them because most of what you see on the tattoo shows isn't really how it went down so uh but i i watch a lot of so i may i make it an uh a conscious effort to every morning when i get up I find someone who I really admire their style or or something about how big they grew their business or something. And uh, I find them on YouTube, and I'll watch them for at least an hour every day. There you go. So every day, kind of like a continued education thing. So so who's your favorite tattoo artist? Like, uh, big name. Uh, if I just had to pick one overall, I mean, uh, that I just like. Uh, uh, there's a guy in Arizona, Mike Roper. Okay. And... Uh, so uh, him, like Philip Liu, uh, just some of the old, old players. But Philip Liu, he's like a god in the tattoo society, you know. And uh, one of the guys when he was over there was coming back over here, and he was like, hey, if you were going to get tattooed over in the States, who would you get tattooed by? And he was like, well, if I went to anybody, I'd, I'd definitely go to Mike Roper. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say him. He's like the godfather of tattooing then? Uh, no, he's, he's more like the, uh, I guess, I guess he'd be like one of the fathers of, uh, cause I mean, it goes, it goes back way farther than him. He just brought it to, to not just traditional, you know, it, it, he did a lot more experimentation with it, different styles and stuff. So, uh, and then Mike Roper, he actually does traditional Japanese. Okay. So, but he just, just the way he does it, uh, him, there's a, oh shit, what's his name? Tex, Tex, he's a dude out of, uh, out of Canada of all places. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he does some like really, really nice Japanese, you know, but his is more like a neo trad Japanese stuff like that, you know, just, uh, people that, have have just beyond honed their craft yeah so do you know so i've seen you know clips of tattooist artists that are like real traditional with the hammer and you know doing it like that so what do you a have you ever done anything like that yeah you got to learn how to do that before you can tattoo do you seriously? No. Okay. No. I don't know. I, I, no. I'm not a tattoo artist. <laughs> obviously. No, that is so so, I'm like, <laughs> he was yeah. really about to buy into that. So fucking that is a totally different world. Uh, <laughs> right. I know of a couple artists. I only know one personally. He does yeah. it. Uh, who I used to, I used to work with in Virginia beach and he does it. Uh, not even like an all the time thing. Okay. But he's that dude that when he dives into something, I mean, he just like 
150%, just bam. Into yeah. it. And so like he started researching that next thing, you know, he's like making the, the little needles and stuff and the sticks uh-huh. and giving them out to all the other guys in the shop for Christmas and, you know, stuff like okay. that. And, yeah. That's awesome. But this is, so his name's Beck and Beck is like stupid crazy about anything he gets into. He got into, so star Wars, right? So he makes, uh, a stormtrooper outfit from scratch, and it's not just a stormtrooper. It's the one that uh, these are not the droids you're looking for. That yeah. one, uh-huh. uh, and you can tell because most people probably don't know this because uh, I had no fucking idea. But uh, on one side, his it's got a black line, and his goes up just a hair on one side. And when they were making his costume underneath, it was still wet, and somebody left a thumbprint. Okay, so huh. so he's got. The thumbprint. He's got, nice. you know, I mean, just everything like this. This dude started studying samurais. So samurai sword. He goes through, orders just a blank wooden handle, wooden sheath. Yeah. Uh, Japanese sword from Japan. Uh, really nice quality and all. And then he goes out and he taps trees and he collects a sap to make the glue. He goes out and gets shark skin and, Dang. you know, all this stuff. All and in all the time. All in, stuff yeah, like that. Just yeah. like crazy stupid. You yeah. Know, like, and, damn it, man. And that's like us. Like he's, you know, when Andrew goes in all in, like say on a musical instrument or to learn something, he's just dives straight in, does all the research. Like me, I'm a big IT guy. That's I'm technical, you know. So, like our studio, I just fucking dove into it and watched all the YouTube videos I could find on how to set up a studio, what's needed for this, blah, 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 blah. Like, we still wouldn't be doing video today if I hadn't have just told him, hey, I've got cameras coming next week. We're setting them up, and we're going to roll with it. Yeah, get, get ready here. You know? Yeah. And, and honestly. Yeah, so that's, that's how he is. That's He's like, just like, yeah, yeah that No, guy. so I completely get that, and I think that's amazing because you're able to learn, and if you and if you really, truly just dive into it head first, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to learn a shitload of crap you didn't know before that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I look at it. And 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 no matter what it is, there's always that group of people out there that are into the same thing. For sure. You know? So, yeah. So, Marshall had brought up earlier the, the tattoo on you that means the most. Do you have any tattoos that on you that you regret getting? Uh, not really regret, no. I've Like, I covered up my dragon just because it was facing the wrong way. And, uh, but, I mean... It wasn't really a regret thing because I kind of feel like everything added up. Uh, I feel like even your biggest fuck ups are what make you who you are today. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I can't really say I regret it, you know, so not so much. I have two that I like wholeheartedly, like I want to get covered up so bad because I regret them. So, okay. So now you have to tell us which ones. Uh, The Longhorn, uh, I got that. I kind of want to, I don't regret it now because the only reason why I got it is my dad's a Longhorns fan and I was because he was, but now, like now that I'm in like in my own, I'm not a Longhorn fan. And it, I mean, it was so shittily done. It was done at a house. And so I would love to get that kind of redone as like a tribute to him. Yeah. I was going to say it'd be like, just rework it, make it nice. And then something that includes your dad, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I have an actual piece that I want for my dad. That's going to cover up the majority of this. I'm trying to, cause I, I started, uh, 
getting small tattoos and not thinking long picture. Yeah, most people do. Yeah, and and it sucks because then at the end of the day, like you start seeing, oh, well, I could have done this, I could have done that, and then you're like, well, fuck, I don't have the space to do it now because I've Miley Cyrus my fucking arm up. You know, so which uh, isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, you know? no, but like now no, I Miley, have Miley is she's out there. So yeah, <laughs> but it's that one, and then uh, this right here, I the kanji. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- yeah. Uh, no, that's Chinese. Is it? Yeah. This this right here is kanji. The one back On the here. Back? Yeah. yeah, that's Japanese. I didn't know there was a difference until the artist that did that one was like, uh, I was like, well, I want. Me and a couple friends went and got all this. It means friendship in Japanese. And I was like, well, I want to get Chinese. And he was like, that's not Chinese. I was like, what's the fucking difference? He was like, oh, hold up. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, my bad, bro. So, but no, this is my name in Chinese. And it does actually mean my name. I pulled it off uh, the internet. And then, uh, fun fact, is my dad, when I got it, my dad was like, that probably means I suck dick in Chinese (laughs) or refrigerator. So me and my wife, we used to have this Chinese food place that we'd go eat at in Bedford, Texas all the time because that's where we lived. And uh, so we're eating, and I go up there to pay, and he was like, uh, he was like, is that going to be cash or card, Andy? And I was like, what? How the fuck does this dude my no- know my name? And I was like, how, how did you know my name? He was like, well, it's written right there in your arm <laughs> and right in the middle of the restaurant. I was like, damn right, motherfucker. <laughs> I looked at Ashley. I was like, I'm calling Dad now, and I'm telling this motherfucker it does mean Andy. So I used to... There used to be a guy up here uh, at a little Chinese restaurant on, well, uh, what was it on Main Street, I think, way back in the day. And there was a guy at the, that would come around the conventions that would paint the, you know, stuff. And the guy over here read uh, Japanese, and the guy up there did the Japanese kanji. So when I went to get my kids' names, uh, I, I had the guy write them out for me at the convention. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, came to Cleburne was it was back when I lived around here and uh asked him I was like hey can you tell me what these say and and so I double checked it that oh, way yeah. and he was like oh, okay yeah yeah so yeah well I went I mean this was like 2 3 years after I got it done that I finally had the resolution the of knowing yeah, yeah like for 2 years I'm not going to lie like I I played it cool but for like 2 years I was worried I was like fuck did I really just get I suck dick on my it's the dude out in Arlington that was wrapping all those cars. He got sued over that shit. Oh, no shit? Yeah, putting, like, the kanji on the side of the cars. Yeah. And, and not was, even meaning what they nah, wanted or like, anything. like toaster chicken and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, That's Clint's like, new nickname, toaster chicken. <laughs> I like Fucking it. toaster chicken. Uh, man, our, I got I to gotta know. This was, like, one of the big reasons why I wanted to get a tattoo artist on. I want to know about some fine ass bitches that you've tattooed. Like I know you've probably done nipples, you've done hoo ha's, and uh, why am I saying hoo ha? Yeah, you, you've probably tattooed some fupas and yeah, you tattoo all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I mean, realistically, like in the beginning, I guess it was it was really cool. Uh, after you start doing it, so basically, when I start tattooing, uh, unless something like is crazy going on over here, when I'm tattooing, I notice an area like this big. Yeah. And that's how come you'll see me like tattooing and then I'll wipe and I'll have to kind of sit back and look at the whole tattoo and then go back in and, and go to it. Yeah. It's Cause you kind of zone in on it. So now it's like, man, you know, it's uh, the most, I mean, uh, the biggest thing is probably when they're having to, like if they're having to put a shirt on or take a shirt off and stuff like that. And then you don't want to be that, you know, that perv dude. So yeah. you're like kind of giving them their privacy. But the sad know? thing is Andrew yeah. does, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I would not be able to be like. I, I remember uh, a friend of mine who did most of my tattoos. He was uh, he started out as an apprentice. Uh, he started tattooing at home, and then he went apprenticed at a shop, uh, Spinning Needle, yeah, over yeah. off Northside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he apprenticed there, and he was working there. And like after that, for a while, I was playing in bands and stuff. But I needed like an actual job to at least come up with some kind of money. And uh, he was like, "Well, won't you come apprentice to like uh, body piercings?" He was like, "And we'll we'll just have you body pierce and stuff." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then I got to thinking about it. And I was like, I would not be that guy because the first time a girl took her shirt off, I'd be like, boobies. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is, is it hard? Because I know, like, there's got to have been some just, like, bangers of fucking chicks coming there to get tattooed in, like, like areas that you have. I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, so, like, it, it, it'll surprise you. Like the the girls that you think come in that are like, oh my god, I bet she's perfect, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know, they they pull off their shirt and they've got inverted nipples, or they've just they smell bad, or you know they're just a bitch, you know, from the get go. Yeah. You know stuff like that, it's things that uh, like like that that uh, I guess you could call it like Playboy quality, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very few and far between. Okay. And and now it's it's uh, is is stupid and cliche as this probably sounds. Uh, I mean, I'm so I'm so used to like my wife that if it's not like my wife, it's not right kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's no, like, I, I get that. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, yeah. So it's like okay, cool. Yeah. You got a vagina, woohoo! Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And and it's uh, and now I mean, realistically, now you'll. You'll probably see more like uh, chests and butts than you will anything, but as far as you know that aspect yeah. of it goes, but uh, I mean you could probably count on like back when I I used to because I used to pierce a lot. I started piercing in like '92, and uh, the amount of women that come through that have like the Playboy quality chests, you know, I mean you could count on a hand like how many of those come through a year. Yeah. You know, because most of them aren't yeah. that, you know, most <laughs> most of them are coming in because they want to distract from an issue they feel they have. Yeah. So this dude started piercing nipples when I started first grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was piercing nipples before I was even thinking of nipples. No, oh, no, man. Technically, technically, I mean, you know, they were just a different reason. But yeah. Yeah. It was a food source then. So, yeah. Not at six. <laughs> no, but I mean, before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Not at six. That, yeah. That, would be, that would be awkward. It'd be like, but, what? what is that movie with Adam Sandler? Oh, and fuck. Is grown, it grown Ups? Ups? I think it's Grown Ups where the four year old is still. I, is still I, I, I knew one of those. I He's knew. 48 months old. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I knew I knew one of those. Really? Uh, yeah. A chick that I used to work with that was, had like a herd of kids and every one of them probably breastfed till they were like six. Yeah, man. That's... It was like when they're old enough to like walk up, sit on your lap, unbutton your shirt, unhook your bra and just latch on. They're probably too old, you know, and yeah. not even fumbling. You yeah. Know, like, like, like some dude on a smooth date. You know? yeah. 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 Like I popped the back of that in a the second. One, yeah. The one handed maneuver. Yes. Yeah. Like if the kid's walking up to you like, bitch, it's time to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and just, uh, <laughs> Like, maybe maybe uh, it's time to swing them over to formula. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, damn, I had a question. I just forgot it. You have a question? Ask him a question. Um, One, two, three, go. You what? ever tattooed any dicks? <laughs> there you go. I tattoo a lot of dicks. 
like no like, shit. Yeah, I think he means like, the actual appendage. Oh not, no, not, not so much. <laughs> that, was, that was back in the day. Uh, that was yeah. That uh, I don't anymore. Now I'm I'm a lot more choosier about what I do now. So like, if someone comes in now and they're like, "Hey, I want my dick pierced," I'm like, "Cool." So you should talk to one of the other dudes because I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you doing it. No. So I'm not okay, your guy. So on your um. As far as female females tattoo artists and or piercers, what are there? Do you think that nowadays there's more females coming into the tattooing oh, yeah, and piercing sure. field? Sure. And um, how do you think that goes? As far as is that, in your opinion, is that like an awesome thing? You know, just in general, is that kind of like hey, you know, sometimes maybe they're taking the whole aspect of the genre out of it i guess i think uh i think it goes both ways okay i think uh so the biggest thing like when you're going through your apprenticeship you're basically eating shit sandwiches you are with someone you know 10 12 hours a day that is trying to discourage you from tattooing Okay, right? and that's the whole point of an apprenticeship. Which, for some reason, all these wah wah crybabies nowadays they they just don't get it. Yeah, you know, I spent thirty three years getting all the information that I know together, uh, research, working with other people, traveling, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So why am I going to hand it to you if you didn't want it as bad as I did? Yeah. You okay. know. So so basically, it's 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 testing the waters to see how bad you really want it. If you're going to bail out at the last minute and then just be like all my information and time that I spent with you on you, you're just going to blow off, yeah. you know? Uh, so a lot of the girls, uh, uh, and don't get me wrong. Cause a lot of the girls do handle it. So, uh, like there's a Jack Rudy, there's a tattoo Kate. She just passed away. Uh, Back in the day, she she wanted to be a tattoo artist. She went to Jack Rudy and was talking to him about it and all. And he was like, well, you know, this is uh, a male-dominated yeah. profession. And if you're not willing to hang with them, then get the fuck out now because you're just wasting your time, you know? Oh, yeah. And from that day on, she learned how to pee standing up. So... Just because she was gonna she, hang with, yeah, she you know, took, yeah, she, she took that, took that to, shit serious. That's yeah. diving in one hundred and fifty percent right there. So I feel like uh, if you're willing to to go through everything that the the male people coming into it have to to take on, then cool. Uh, if you're and if you're tattooing and you're booked out because you're a really good tattoo artist, yeah then that's awesome. If you're tattooing booked out because you show cleavage and rub tits on someone's arm the whole time you're tattooing them, if you're not a good tattoo artist, then fuck off. That's it's, my kind of tattoo artist. That's, yeah, well, I would like please to be, be good while you do it. But yeah, yeah. If exactly. you can do that if, too, if, then if you can do it, if you can do that, but still put out a badass tattoo, then yeah, yeah definitely awesome. Yeah. Uh, but everybody's got to market somehow. Don't, yeah, don't think that you know just because you've got that extra edge that you're going to, you know, yeah, be a, a good artist. Yeah. And, 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 and I think a lot of it is, you know, over, okay, this is going to sound very misogynistic. Oh, and please do. It is what it is. I like massages. But, but a lot of females come in thinking that they can do that, that yeah. they can yeah. just show their titties and show their ass and get what they want. When in reality, I don't think they can. And the whole equality thing, 
So, so, you know, that comes into it. But like you said, you know, you've got to put up with what I put up with when I was doing yeah, this. Yeah. And, if and I won't ask you to do anything that I haven't had to do myself. So have you asked somebody so, to suck a dick before? Is that what you're I've saying? I've never asked anybody <laughs> to suck a dick. So, uh, and because like I said, you know, yeah, I, I, you but, know I wouldn't do it. So. so fuck, I asked somebody to suck a dick last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, goddamn bitch, ain't gonna suck itself. Yeah. I mean, like in traffic and shit. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're, the good news yeah, is, the, dick, you know. The yeah. good news is, the person he asked, he's married to, so it works. Oh yeah, that's different. That's, but that's... so, what would you say as of the, just say the past couple of years? What would you say the um, female percentages coming into the tattoo industry, or you know, the apprenticeship of females versus males within say just the last couple of years or so? Uh, percentages, I don't really know because I don't keep up so Would much you? with. Okay, but I do know there's a lot more. Okay, uh, the the uh, I mean, I'd say I honestly I'd say uh, once Kat Von D yep. on on Kat Von D yeah, just fucking then just... it opened the floodgates for yeah. for girls. Uh, which like I said isn't a good isn't a bad thing if they're gonna put forth the effort. Yeah. But if they want to just do it because they think they can get by on their looks, then fuck that. Yeah. You know. But like so we've got we've got two apprentices at the shop right now that are about to no longer be apprentices that are both female. Okay. And one of them drives, we're in Fort Worth on the West side of Fort Worth. Okay. She drives from Addison every day. Oh wow. And after, after she gets off work. So she's put in. Yeah. She works early before the shop opens, then drives all the way out here, puts in the hours, cleans up, stays late as she has to, and then drives all the way back, you know, damn. she does that on a daily. So, and, and she puts up with, the 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 bullshit and the females don't have as much hazing yeah because i mean you can't really you don't you don't want to push it too much well you don't want to shoot a chick in the back of the head with a bottle rocket you know i I mean mean, sometimes well some of them (laughs) without a second thought but like (laughs) roman candles and stuff yeah they wear a lot of product it could be bad losses yeah stuff like that yeah Um, so last question I have, at least for this particular part, um, and I mean, I guess this would go with female or male. It's just, you want to see the effort and you want to know that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you would like to know that your time and effort is not at waste by, by apprenticing these future tattoo artists. So I'm a big believer in, if you don't have anything to offer the industry as a whole, uh, so I'm, 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 I don't know if you're not in the industry, you'll probably think I'm fucking weird or whatever, but I feel like the tattoo industry is a living, breathing thing. Uh, if 100%. I take care of tattooing, tattooing will take care of me and I can prove it because for 33 years it's paid all my fucking bills. Yeah. You know, I've raised a family on it, uh, bought cars, you know, the, everything, you know? So I'm a firm believer in that. Uh, I think that uh, all the the hokey little things like when you do a convention or when you go when you travel and do a guest spot uh-huh. that if if you're if you're doing it to further yourself as an artist that the tattoo gods will give you a gift to bring back with you of course something yeah. that when you get back you're like oh shit I want to try this I just saw yeah. this or I just heard about this and you know just little things like that so that is yeah that's I'm. That, awesome. That weirdo awesome. guy. Well, and and so and like me, like I not necessarily apprenticed under my father who was a welder and inspector for, you know, 40 years almost, but he taught me 
how to weld and stuff. And I feel like, feel like that it's kind of the same, you know, it, now granted it was my, my dad that did this, but my dad was hard on me. He's like, no, that weld fucking sucks. Yeah. Like do it again. You know, so I had to learn how to do the verticals, the uphills, the overhead, but you know. I, I think that's a rarity, though, because I don't think. But I had to put in that effort. And if he noticed I wasn't putting that effort, he's like. He's on your ass. He's yeah. on my ass, but he's also not going to teach me what I want to learn. And that's another big thing. So back when I was doing an apprenticeship, an apprenticeship wasn't so much. I'm going to hold your hand and tell you how to do everything. Yeah. An apprenticeship is, you know what? I think you're smart enough that we're going to let you hang out. And if you can pick up on what we're doing for the most part, yep. then you're going to do yeah. it. And then if you got any little questions, we'll fill in the blanks. And that was, that was my dad wholeheartedly but within that scenario. Yeah. That's, that's one big thing that I think, uh, uh, if, like if you look at Japanese culture, okay, uh, Japanese culture, you don't have a job. You 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 have a craft. Correct. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a fucking underwater basket weaver. It's yeah. a craft. You know, yeah. and they're proud of that shit. Yeah, and and I feel like uh, like tattooing used to be that way entirely. It's not as much as it used to be because it's got so polluted. Uh, but at the same time, like you were saying, welding, you take it more as a craft Correct. than as you know something that you want to to people to look at that and 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 respect that and be proud of that. Yeah, you know? and 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 between the con, you know, the constructs of tattooing and welding, you want to be proud of what you've done. Yes, yes. And and again the integrity of that because I feel like when you are a tattoo artist, you are putting forth your best effort to get that person what they want and you be. and and how they want it whereas welding that and the support that you have to make sure that the two pieces of metal are combined and are not going to break just as because it's a lifelong well, thing. It's probably your it's probably a lot the same in welding. <laughs> but uh, I know I know there's two types of tattoo artists. There's tattoo artists that uh, you go in and so so if you go in and say I quote you four hundred dollars on a tattoo, okay, you know. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make that one look like more than a $400 tattoo. Correct. I, I, I want that to be a nice tattoo. And if say, uh, just for argument's sake, say it was $200 an hour and you got a $400 tattoo, but it took me three hours to do it, to make it look the way I want it to look. Yeah. Then so fucking what it looks the way I want it to look. I, I can look at that and not be worried about it Yeah. where I know other artists that are like, uh, well, you want an $80 tattoo. I'll give you an $80 tattoo. And you know? it's just going to look just like a piece of whip shit. Whip it out yeah. real quick. Yeah. And and don't really care. So, and, but then again, there's also a lot of artists that got into the game and don't plan on longevity in the game. Yeah. You know, so if, you know, if you're, if you're laying driveways for a living, you know, and you're in the game 20 years, but everything you did in the last five years, you're already having to redo. Yeah. You should probably either get better or get the fuck out of the game. Yeah. You know? Wholeheartedly. So, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So what, what has been the biggest struggle of being a tattoo artist over your 30 year career? Um, 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 there's there, I, I don't know about biggest. I mean, there's a, a, a bunch, uh, most people see like, you know, please ignore the man behind the curtain. Uh, the 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 roses and sunshine side of it, you know, you come in, you get to draw on people, all day, you get to look at, you know, tits and ass, uh, yeah. stuff like that. But uh, I was that's never that a applause. bad thing. I was waiting yeah. for the applause over there, but it didn't come through. Uh, He's not paying attention. But, uh, he never does. And then uh, 
so there's uh all the 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 background like research and stuff i had i had some friends that are badass artists don't get me wrong but this chick come in and she wanted a tattoo of shiva uh i think it was all the way down her thigh very nice shiva and yeah very nice and, uh and they just start drawing this thing up right and uh they're they're like they're talking back and forth and i walk in and i'm like what's that and they're like that's shiva like, that ain't fucking Shiva. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's Shiva. We drew it up for her. And I was like, where are the rest of the arms? They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, there should be a, a you know, it was full body. Oh, you know, yeah. I was like, well, it, it should have, you know, like a, a belt of hands, human hands hanging from the waist, you know, stuff like that. And they're like, well, we're not going to draw all that on her. And I was like, what do you mean on her? That she was a dude, you know, it's not even a, a chick, yeah. you know. So I'm a research you gotta you yeah. know you gotta stop and you gotta research that shit uh, so one of the guys that was apprenticing at the time now he's he's a he's a really good artist right now but uh while he's going through in his apprenticeship he's doing this snake and he drew badass but uh he did this snake and all these flowers and stuff and it was just big old sheet you know and uh got it all drew up on pencil and then he was going all back over it all with uh pen and inking it all in and stuff and he had just done all these scales just like hundreds and hundreds of scales on the snake looked stupid dope and i walked by and i was like he was like so how's it look and i was like dude that looks badass other than all those scales are going the wrong direction and he was oh, like shit. he was like wait what that's that's a thing and i was like fuck yeah it's a thing dude that's why they say research your shit you know yeah. research it so uh Staying up researching stuff like that, just having the the hours that when all your friends want to go party, uh, you're at work or yeah. even your family. You know, uh, I used to I used to be that guy that worked from like 11, 11 in the afternoon to like two in the morning. Yeah. So home life missing. Yeah. There practically is no home life at that point. Yeah. Missing so everything to stuff work like that. Uh, and then just the the dealing with the and and but I think you can change a lot of it but dealing with some of the people that you deal with uh but I think a lot of that is as you get more experience as an artist you should learn how to communicate with people better so I think uh like the people that would normally try to come in and and be rude or run over you you know it just yeah. give you grief uh that you learn how to to handle that however it's necessary whether it be respectfully or not uh -huh. and and uh to where you don't have to deal with that anymore where people you know come in and they know their boundaries yeah. uh i think i think that's a big part uh but uh that so uh, most people don't know this. I'm actually colorblind. Oh no! So shit. yeah, so uh, I'm red green deficient. Which technically everybody's like, "Oh my god, that means you can't see any colors at all." But that's not true at all. Uh, it just means that when colors get really close, like dark greens, dark browns, move together. Yeah. Uh, that it's it's harder to tell them apart. But then if you start studying like 
color theory and the color wheel and what works with what color you stuff like that. You tend to learn how to then, yeah, associate. Then, so that part of it, instead of just like, you would probably just look at a picture and be like, oh, this color goes here, this color goes here, blah, blah, blah. And where I would look at it and be like, well, according to the rule of color, that that would mean that this is here. Uh, color theory says that this would be this color, you know, yeah. stuff like okay. that. So, so you spend a lot more time working it out. And then my favorite is uh, being left-handed. So hey. hell yeah, man! I'm a southpaw. Hell yeah! Yeah, fuck these right-handed yeah. motherfuckers. You fuck all y'all. Fuck you, fat ass. Yeah, southpaws but, uh, for life, motherfucker. Now, but yeah, that that's hard because up until I started working in Virginia Beach, I never met anybody that was left-handed tattooing. And I don't know if you know this or not, but like right-handed people typically write like this. Left-handed people typically yeah, write upside right down. Yeah. Yep. So my brother, uh, my older brother's left-handed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so just learning how to position everything. You're kind of like on your own with all that back then. Uh, I moved to Virginia and the shop I was working at there. I was like, Holy fuck, this is where they all went. Cause like, between, it's where they all went. Yeah, <laughs> he was excited about that between like, uh, the artists that worked there and then the, the guest artists that came through, there was like seven of us, Yeah, you know? And I yeah. was like, what the fuck? This is I've crazy. reached the motherland. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. Hey, this is where we came from. It's good but, to know where uh, my people hang out. So that that was that was a big thing as well. Yeah. So yeah. so you mentioned just now, obviously you're you're red green deficient with color blindness mm -hmm. and however you want to put it. So would you say that has made it more difficult to understand the color the colors in and in and of themselves and or just made it harder? Has it made it harder for you as a tattoo artist? I guess is yes, what I'm trying to yes. ask. Uh, and, and the only reason I said I've got a buddy who uh, actually one of the biggest names out there uh, that does the biomechanical most. Uh, if you're into, you know, tattooing, uh, Guy Atchison. Yep. He's I've, he's yeah. colorblind. Really? Uh, I did so, not know yeah. that. Wow. So with that being said, I mean, you can still do phenomenal things with color. But instead of just looking at something and and going, okay, this color, this color, this color, you, you have to kind of map it out a little more. Okay. So you just have to put a little more into it. And okay. Yeah. So. so, and then you said, you know, the biggest thing for you as far, I guess, from what it and seems stinky like. stinky people. Stinky people. Yeah. Ugh. See, that was going to be my question is like, what do you do in a situation where like you go to tattoo somebody and especially like, you know, more towards the, the nether regions and stuff like if the hygiene is just not fucking there like Tell them to go wash your nasty ass do you yeah okay and, and, and that's one of the things i love about tattooing is because it's still one of those those few businesses to where like i mean if you wanted to be a dick you could literally tell someone you know what fuck off i don't want to tattoo you yeah you know and 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 not really face any repercussions other than them going wow you're a dick you know yeah. but at the the uh i mean there's there's Cool ways of, of putting it, but and it depends on how how well you know that client. Yeah. So like if it's just someone that walks in and the worst thing ever. Okay, whoever's listening to this out in Radio Land right now. Okay, for all you women who go to the mall, come on now, in your boots with no socks, and then at the end of the day come into the shop and go, oh my god. My feet, I hope they don't stink. I've been at the mall all day in these leather boots with no socks. Like, bitch, you know Girl, they stink. You know they stink. Go home, wash your feet. Go to the bathroom, wash your feet in the sink. Yeah. Just, you know. Help just, me yeah, out. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. 
So, that, so that, I, I apologize for that. I, that, just, I well, couldn't hold it anymore. Listen, I had to there, go. yeah. If 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 we ever need, do you want to? Because I got a P two. Do you need to use your restroom? No, nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, then ask him a question. I'm gonna use the restroom too. We usually will just get up and go and fucking figure it out and post or whatever. Yeah. But go ahead and ask him a question or talk to him. And I've got a couple of questions that I still have, but I'll ask him when I get back. Okay. So y'all, I'm assuming talking about stinky. Yeah. 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 So you said you just basically be like, "Hey, look, you do you do, so do, do, how respectfully how respectfully how how are you know because that's a very sensitive subject type it, situation. It, it depends. So. It depends. So like, I used to work on this one kid all the time that uh, I knew him pretty well. I worked on his dad. Me and his dad used to hang out. Okay. And uh, he did commercial roofing. Okay. And uh, he came in one day and was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking of got." getting blah 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 and it was like 106 degrees out that day he'd been up on the roof you oh know, just, hey, trust me i've roofed that's horrible yeah just uh coming in and they're doing the hot tar you know oh so yeah even worse so, i just did shingles yeah stuff. and uh so he comes rolling in and he's like yeah i've been thinking about getting blah 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 and i was like when when do you want to do it and he's like right now and i was like get fuck dude yeah <laughs> dude, dude. i ain't touching you there ain't no yeah. way dude go home take a shower but then like there's there's some people who, who don't realize it. Yeah. Uh, and 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 sometimes you, you grin and bear it, you know, because you don't want to be that. Ass- I had this. Uh, don't want to be the asshole who embarrasses them yeah, and or yeah. crushes any kind of confidence so that they this, have. Yeah. This chick that had had a C-section, she lost the child anyhow. Damn. And so, you know, after a C-section, your guts ain't right anyhow. No. So, uh, and this is way back in the day. This is when I was up off 28th Street. And uh, so back then, they're sitting in a metal fold-out chair. Yeah. And uh, I'm tattooing her. And she lets one rip on accident right yeah. but it's like loud as fuck on this chair through the shop you know and as soon as she did it she was like oh my god i'm so sorry and you can see her eyes start to water it's like and it's so, as soon as she like, did, so i was like so i was like oh my god y'all i'm sorry about that damn i shouldn't have ate that shit you know yeah. and she was like oh my god thank you so much you know yeah and, and you know so I mean, it, it depends on the client. Too. Correct. And yeah. I was going to say, it's a little bit different, say, if, like, your best friend came in yeah, yeah, and yeah. did that. You know, you're going to be like, God damn, motherfucker, why don't yeah, you go you're fucking doing this shit on purpose, wash your you know? ass crack yes. and do not come in here until you do, you know. And then when you get, you know, you, you can tell, especially, I'm sure, as long as you've been in the industry, you can tell who the more self-conscious people are. Yes. About that kind of thing. But then, like I was saying, when you were out of the room, the, yeah. the, the women that go to the mall wearing boots all days with no socks, and then they show up and go, oh, my God, I hope my feet don't stink. You know, no, bitch, like, they girl, stink. You, you know they stink. <laughs> yeah. So then you're, like, dousing them with alcohol, and yeah. All right, so just by looking at me and Marshall, who do you think would be more likely to show up to the shop stinking like a motherfucker? I'm going to say you. <laughs> and, and you want to know why? why because i don't know either one of y'all yeah but i know you just came off a drunken fuck uh over the weekend <laughs> okay. and and he hasn't talked about any of that no so, <laughs> so you're not wrong um, but here here's the fun fact you ready i am a a fucking hygiene freak he sh- this man showers twice, twice a day, day. no welcome every to my day world, bro yeah twice yeah, a day yeah. left-handed and i yeah. fucking deodorize I'm big into like my hygiene. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I fucking I cannot. And Marshall's the type he'll shower twice a week. So I, I've, I've upgraded. By the way, that's upgrading. Okay. So why would you I, need to shower more? That's why. 
because you don't want fucking people smelling your fucking musk. It may it may be okay to you, but it ain't okay to everybody. If they don't bitch to me, I don't fucking care. But you hear so, that? If so, if someone's musky, you should definitely let them know. Yeah, is what hundred percent, oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Like, oh, I agree. But no, that's why I wanted to use that opportunity because no, I'm I'm. Uh, in the morning, I get up, I take a shower first thing, mm-hmm. bam. I don't care if I'm mowing the fucking yard right after I do it. I'm, I'm taking a shower. Oh, I might yeah. go out and mow the yard or go to the gym. Not the gym as much as the yard. <laughs> but, uh, and then take another shower. And then that night before I go to bed, I'm taking a shower. Yep. So I might I might take three, three. four showers a day if, if I feel. And then I'm big on deodorant. Yep. And cologne, I'm all about. Like, I've got a stupid collection of cologne, which sucks because when COVID came through, me and my the whole family got COVID. But uh after we got better, the uh my wife, her sense of taste and her sense of smell all changed like three sixty boom. Like Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. So now the clone she did like she hates now. Well so now I've got like this huge collection of expensive cologne. Like, yeah. Not like like not cheap cologne. Yeah, you know? not this thirty, like, like forty dollars. I'm, I'm I'm wearing uh what is this? Uh, Jimmy Choo Man. Oh, you know? yeah. It smells yeah. good, so, by the way. Like yeah. Like, yeah, that was the first so. thing I noticed because being somebody who is big on hygiene, that's usually the first thing we notice is how somebody smells, how they present. Yeah. Like you yeah. thinking I would be the dirtier because I was talking about, oh, I've been, but see. Fucking and drunken all week. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I... I am like that person, but at the end of the day, like like me, I wake up in the morning. I work in an office. So, like, I even I wake up in the morning, I shower to go to work. I come home. If if I'm going to do anything as far as going out, I shower beforehand. Yep. It don't yep. matter. It don't matter if I took a shower an hour before. If you tell me, hey, we're going to go out, like, we're going to go to the shower. bar tonight. All yeah. right, I'm going to go hop in the shower real quick. I'll shower then, and then when I Usher. get home, regardless, Usher. I shower again. And it's just my dad raised my dad was big into hygiene. So when I become a teenager, he'd be like, son, you really got to do something. So from then on, I took it to heart and I was like, fuck. So now like hygiene is super fucking serious to me. And I'm like, I'm like, so, I've got like three or so four kinds of clone too. I've got, I've got, I had a collection uh, that was probably like half this table. And uh, like my wife's like, she, she can't eat like hardly eat barbecue anymore because smoky stuff tastes like crap to her uh i feel so cilantro, bad for her yeah i know yeah. it's horrible cilantro she said uh cilantro tastes uh like like hot garbage smells you know lettuce oh, wow. she lost you know a bunch of stuff and so all of her smells changed and uh like stuff she likes and stuff she doesn't so like a lot of my stuff i gave my son and i've like take her with me and i'm like okay smell this one and the ones i'm like oh dude this is so good like tom ford so the tom ford extreme uh i smelled that just a while back and i was like oh my god this she absolutely oh my god she was like "Mm, mm." you know uh creed yeah uh fucking you know she's like "Mm, mm, mm." what's your favorite clone of like to wear uh it changes it changes uh in the the winter, if it's really cold out, uh, I like Armani a lot just because it's got that musky kind of vanilla. It's almost like a yeah, like it's a, a spicier scent. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, see I now also, we're talking about shit I can get into. I also like uh, I forget the name of it. It's one that Creed makes. Uh, it's a like a dark brown bottle. And I forgot the name of it. I know which one you're talking about, it, but it, that one that one's no, nice. we don't. It was, no, I'm like, you know, we don't. It was uh, when Caesar the Great 
when he was conquering all the countries and stuff, most of their colognes are based off of the smells that he came across in the different countries. Yep. And this one's from like India. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that one smells really good. And then uh, I guess one of my favorites would probably be uh, uh, St. DuPont. I like, but it comes in like these little like tiny, tiny bottles and it's not even a sprayer on it. You got to like dump it in your yeah, hand. Yeah, like a little vial. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it's like thirty bucks for like like, like the shit you remember tiny. when you used to be able to get the samples out of like the Irish Avon lead. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like it comes in like something like that. Not even no, it's like a fancy little oh, glass shit. bottle oh, with okay. a little lid on it and all, but they're only like this big. It's the one you do that, yep. and then yep. I've got it up yep. on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. See, this is why he gets paid the big bucks, not by us, but. At some point, he'll get paid. One day, somebody. He will, one day, he will get big bucks. Exactly. I've also someday. got demographics for male versus female tar- uh, tattoo artists. Oh, no shit. How God, is that? Dude. How is that? 75% is male. Okay. That's probably a lot okay, better. We're still hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I still got a job. I was going to say, but you, I mean, you know, you know, say 25% at this point is only females, but that's way more oh yeah than what yeah. it ever has been yes yeah. you know yes. and and back before i think a big part of that though is back before like the the uh it it was it was a lot more underground more uh people call it black money or, or you taboo know, or taboo or however yeah. you want to say it. but yeah. so i remember when i got my first tattoo like I went in, I wanted a skull. He was like, "We're out of fucking skulls today. I got dragons, you know." And I was like, "Oh, oh all right, all right. Yeah, my cool dragon it is, you know." And then I sit down, and and uh, he's like, "Sit down." I was like, "So what do I need to do?" And he's like, "You need to sit down. And shut the fuck up." So I'm like, "Damn, this dude's like mohawk, like six four, probably like 350, 400 pounds, something like that." And you know, I'm seventeen. I'm like, "Oh shit." Yeah, you're just like, "Yes, sir." This dude looks uh, like straight out of Hell's Angels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was he was in a club, and yeah. uh, so he he starts tattooing me. And I look over to see, you know, and he's like, boy, I'm here to teach you, Chase, turn your fucking head, you know? And I'm like, oh, shit, you know? And so it was like, it was crazy while it was going down. But afterwards, it was like the coolest fucking roller coaster you ever I was telling all my friends, it was so awesome. He's like, sit down, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, yeah. we're out of skulls. All we yeah. got is dragons, bitch. I ain't, I ain't here to teach you, motherfucker. Turn your little head and stop, <laughs> you know? And see, and see like, like for me, when I got my first tattoo, like Andrew said, it was my mom's old, my mom's former boss. So it, it, it was a more, more, Tom. Tact, more tact about <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. He was like, "All right, so this may or may not hurt." So going into that, what would you think your scale is of heavy versus light-handed? Are you more extremely, heavy? Extremely heavy-handed. Extremely. I use both hands. I wrap my leg around the chair, <laughs> nice. and I make grunty noises. No. So uh, let me ask you. No, for so real. Seriously, seriously. He's digging into uh, some bitch, getting it to the skin. Yes, like, yes. The fuck yes. you, motherfucker. Tattoo it to the bone. I no, love uh, the fact that he's really digging into the sarcasm to every one of Marshall's questions. I love so, it. I love uh, it. So. Uh, no, I, and, and the only reason I did is cause that's how I usually answer people when they ask me yeah. at the shop. Uh, because does that it, get it, annoying when people ask you if you're heavy handed? It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it, I, I understand that people are curious and they want to know, but then I'm like, 
Okay, so if I tell you you're light-handed and you don't know me, why the fuck would you believe me? Oh, I don't yeah. believe you know? a goddamn yeah, yeah, word yeah. you're saying, you but I'm, just, uh, I'm but, just asking. But no, and but most people do. You yeah. know, when they come, people come in and ask for a sleeve, and you're like, oh, cool, you've seen my work, and they're like, no. And you're, I'm like, well, go make sure I don't suck. Dude. Yeah. You know, what the yeah. fuck, you know? But uh, no, so we just did a convention uh, before this one. Uh, up, it was the... Oh, what is it? Uh, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, up in Hot Springs. Okay. And we just did that one. And uh, my daughter, I actually, you, do you know who Baba Yaga is? I've heard. The the Russian boogeyman? Oh, so, yeah. John yeah, Wick. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So Got it. Uh, <laughs> she was like a witch that lived in the woods and her house walked on bird legs and all yeah. that. Yeah, there's but, a whole bunch of shit to that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, so I did that on both sides of my daughter's leg. Oh, fuck yeah, that's, that's awesome. her first big tattoo. Uh-huh. And uh, so uh, at the convention, I worked on her, shit, probably 16, 17 hours in yeah. two days. Damn. And uh, and she was ready to go more, but uh, we were leaving early on Sunday, so we didn't do any more. But... Uh, it's like, so just, just hold up. We'll finish that later. I, I took... Uh, First place in one category, third place in another. Nice. And when they were calling the 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 people, <laughs> little 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 prep me up kind of thing there. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, uh, so you know, I just wanted everybody to know my credentials. Uh, no, hey, uh, we're, hey, hey listen, that's so, what we're all no, about I'm, here, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm, Speaking I'm, of which, we will uh, plug the shit out of you. Yeah, well, we are. We we make a point. I am married. I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not down. Y'all walked into that. <laughs> so, no, but uh, no, but uh, so they were calling everybody to the stage, uh, and it was last call for the for the anybody who was going to compete, right? And I had just finished hers like a minute and a half, two minutes before they said last call. Anybody going coming to the stage? You've got two minutes to get here. And she grabbed her shoes and ran across the the stadium. Yeah, and ran up to the stage. And then so when she got over there, she actually sat down, and put on her shoes and all that stuff. And then she got up onto the stage, and uh, this was better than any award I've ever got. They. Uh, the the judges that were up there were all credible artists and they were looking at her leg and they're like how long ago did you get this and she was like oh i got it today and she they're like yeah but what like early this morning or and she was like no y'all called like two minutes and we just put down the machine and i ran over here and ran yeah. up on stage and they were like oh my god there's almost no trauma to the skin it's not red you know blah blah okay. blah which uh which is like confirmation because I've always thought I was kind of light-handed. Yeah. And I've had people tell me that. But yeah. a lot of times, like, if you got two tattoos, you don't really know the difference, you yeah. know? So it's like, you know, whatever. And uh, But when when uh, some of my peers actually that I knew were legit Confirm that. confirmed it, that yeah, that was better than getting any of Oh, that. hell yeah, so, for sure. So like, I would definitely say light-handed. Okay. So. Yeah, because my, my previous artist was very light-handed as well. So. Yeah. That's, that's just why I ask. I, I, and it's not necessarily like you were saying, you know, it's like, why would you believe me type situation? It's just, I'm just a curious person. So I like well, asking yeah. questions and obviously, you know, I want to know more about the person that's about to put something on me. That's going to be there for the rest of my fucking oh, life. Oh yeah, for sure. Like for sure. I got to know that you're going to a do a good job period. That's just me and B that you're going to help me. Um, be comfortable through the, yeah, be comfortable, but also like my artwork, I want you to be just not as much as into what I want, 
But like you said earlier, be honest and be like, hey, no, maybe this other artist yeah. would be more into it. I don't want you to and do something on me that you're not going to enjoy doing. I think it's crazy because there's, there's, I mean, you're not going to run out of clientele. There's, oh, there's no, enough never. people that, that, you know, can definitely go around. I, I, one of the guys I work with, uh, he's, he's newer into the industry, but okay. he's a damn good artist. Yeah. So I like sharing a bunch of his, his stuff on my page. Like if he's got something drawn up that he, you know, I'll put it on my story, stuff like that, uh, to hit him up. And, uh, so, I mean, and, and he does a lot of the, the stuff that, that I don't do. So, yeah. I mean, there's no reason to, you know, send someone off to Arlington if we've got somebody there who does that really well. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me ask you there second time. <laughs> fuck y'all. Uh, I knew that was coming by yeah. the way. Um, I mean, is, is there ever the goal of, of opening your own shop or there was, uh, I don't want to go too much into that, yeah. but, uh, okay. it was just here recently. Uh, uh, one of the guys that I used to work for kind of made sure that didn't happen where I was looking at the location. Uh, so uh, I, I was, I that was, that didn't once, work at all, Marshall. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. But, I thought I'd know. give it a shot. <laughs> uh, I, I was told that uh, he would rather close the shop than give anybody a raise or an incentive. So, with that being said, I was like, well, I need to start looking around on my own thing because yeah. I'm to the age I need to start looking for retirement. I'm 54 years well about to be 54. No so, shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck so, I wouldn't have pegged you like 44 max. Well yeah. I kind of hope if you wouldn't have, have pegged him at all because you just met him. Yeah. And, really? <laughs> but yeah. Oh so uh, we're sword no listen the sword fighting is mine and his deal. No, it's what? Called, no. no it's called docking. No it's not. I was thinking it, pegging but I was it's oh, okay docking. okay just I just no. wanted you aware. Okay. No. I appreciate that. I will know my bounds. No. Uh, he's all there yours. are boundaries. He's all yours. No. Uh, but uh, why am I not getting a say in this? Like nobody is listening. No. That so is anyhow, like I was saying. No. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I, I I forgot the question. Now uh, you're talking about you're looking at retirement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started looking around. He made sure that didn't happen at the place I was looking. So I have uh, the guys at Wild Rooster. Uh, have told me since they opened the place like just over three years ago, they're like, Hey dude, we've got a booth open for you if you ever want it. And, and they've kept a place open for me oh, and, that's cool. and hit me up, you know, here and there, not trying to pressure me or anything. Just like, Hey, you know, if, if you're ready, you know? Yeah. And so I went up and I talked to Julio, he's the owner. And, uh, and he was like, man, if, if you want to stay three days or three years, you know, it, it's all good, you know? Yeah. And then started me out more than what I was making at the last place. And, uh, so, and he knew I was still on the hunt. So I looked at a couple other places and, uh, it, it was usually like a zoning thing that went, that kept it from happening. And, uh, so looked all over. And then after I've, I guess it was like four or five different locations that just fell through last minute for some stupid reason. Uh, I went back into him and I was like, Hey man, so, uh, let's say for instance, I wasn't going to keep looking for my own place. And he was like, okay, I'm listening. I was like, so what are my pay caps here? Is there a way to invest into the company later on? You know, things that I yeah. need to know to worry about retirement and stuff. And we sat down and discussed all that and, so yeah, now I'm perfectly happy where I'm at. There you go. I just spent 
uh, a, a, let's just say a big, big amount of money on, uh, we're, we're opening that other side that I was talking about earlier. And I'm actually going to have a booth on the other side at the back. And, uh, so I ordered like their 12 by 17 and a half inch wood eucalyptus carved out panels oh, of fucking wood awesome. yeah. and to do the the parts of the wall i ordered a fucking fireplace an electric fireplace to go into the wall oh yeah tv up above it you know give you so, give you some get, some get brandy fucking, yeah, yeah so get you a fucking massage therapist in there get so all well actually worked funny out. enough that's uh my wife is a medical massage therapist no shit. so <laughs> nice. yeah. so uh and she's gonna be doing uh removal so we're also gonna offer that aspect of it Okay. So, uh, which is cool for a couple different reasons. Cause some people just want them removed to, to get rid of them. And then some people, uh, come in and they want something like, like say you're going to cover something up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and with as dark as it is, you've got this option and this option, but if you make it a little bit lighter, you just open two roads into 20 roads, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you can do that and we're not doing laser. We're doing, it's a completely different, uh, it's what we did in Virginia beach. Uh, but it actually works faster than laser and it's, uh, less painful than laser. I would imagine. So, yeah. I've heard some horror stories about that. Yeah. So with, with pain being said, what, what is the worst area of the body to tattoo? Like from an artist standpoint, now I know like the elbow is always real Have you bad, ever but... seen those charts with that, that mark, like this is the worst place and this is uh -uh. the easiest place. So they have charts on the internet that he's probably going to pull up here in just a second. Get on it, Clint. So, Look, he was already topping it in. My yeah, he's, man. He's on it. Dun, dun, dun. So you can take one of those charts right there that say all the good and bad places to get tattooed. Okay. And any of the places that are empty are probably the worst. Gotcha. So Now, now gotcha. question, so, though, what do you mean empty? Because all like I saw was They colors. don't have them marked. Okay. They, they they have an empty spot on it. So for me, my worst tattoo has been the back of my knee, uh, in that ditch on the back of your knee. Yeah. Well, I'm that, saying like, what's the worst area for you to like the hardest part for you to tattoo? Uh, like one area when somebody comes that in, I like, have or that I still Andy. will. Uh, either or. Uh, around an asshole. Okay. Yeah, that's the hardest place to fucking tattoo. <laughs> that, that's what it's yes. looking like from the. <laughs> yes, I could imagine. It's, it's it's like the the sphincter area. Yeah. So I would assume in this picture here, the red is uh, the more most more painful part. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Well, so I would I say. Know. And see, I wasn't even talking see, about a pain factor. The throat isn't that bad. Uh, my biggest thing with the throat is uh, my hands are big. Uh -huh. So I'm like a, a extra large glove and just getting in there yeah. makes it harder. Uh, so like if I came to you for a throat tattoo, it would be hard for this. It would be harder. It would be, it would be more complicated. I mean, yeah. after as long as I've been doing it, I've kind of figured out ways around how to do that. it. Yeah. And that stuff, obviously like that factors in when you give somebody a price, like you look at, yeah, like yeah, for sure. They're di the difficulty for you to tattoo that place. Yeah. Uh, is so there, how much would you charge Andrew for his throat? I'm not it just depends on what he's doing on it. Well, yeah. It'd be something I'd have to... Because he doesn't even really have one. That's why I asked. So, like, <laughs> mine, this was, like, five and a half hours. 
So of laying with my head hanging off the end of a massage table. Oh, see, I can. And by the time I got up, like my neck was all hyperextended. Your throat swells a lot, which nobody tells you. You also get shaved right before you get a tattoo. Yeah. So uh, you got a clean shave. You're swelling up on the way home. I could feel my neck jiggling when I'd hit bumps. Next morning, that five o'clock shadow comes back. So for about three days, feels like a toothbrush every time you turn your head. Just right across it. So that sucked, but. the so it was probably like year two that I was tattooing, so probably about 1991. Uh, a chick came in and uh, her I, I, I was the the newest in the shop, so I was the one that was blessed with uh, the chance to tattoo around an asshole. And uh, <laughs> they said, Here, newbie, yeah, have this yes, one. yes, they did. And luckily, the only the only good thing about it was that uh, I'm pretty sure she was in the uh, adult movie professions. Uh, I mean, she was bleached, waxed, yeah. the whole nine yards, you know. So, like, uh, if you were going to tattoo an asshole, this was the Mona Lisa that, of assholes yeah, yeah, tattoo, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the thing that made it creepy is whoever the dude that was with her, he was, like, all excited about it and, uh, like, a dog about to chase a ball. So I don't know if he was, like, manager or boyfriend or husband or what. But no, nah, he was getting off to it. Probably, probably. He was like, I'm about to go home well, see, and pound that and asshole. And just got both. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And Well, it said daddy's love hole around <laughs> So, with that being said, Daddy's yeah, love hole. Daddy's love hole. What you're just, you're just not a hundred percent sure if that guy was Daddy was or Daddy not. or not. Yeah, yeah. he, he could have just been there, you know, cheering for. What daddy. was maybe he was just security? Please, please tell me the O was the ass. No, it was it was around it. Oh. It was yeah. Oh, but uh, that would have been good. Like off the side of the I ass. saw I saw a lot of crazy. So when I started eighty nine, I don't know. Uh, so y'all were probably too young. To remember. I was two. Oh, I was okay. one. Okay. So, so up on, you know, Northeast 28th and 35 are. Mm-hmm. Yep. So right there used to be the biggest truck stop in the DFW area. I do so, vaguely remember that. So that was a truck stop that was right across the street from, from where I worked for the first 10 or so years of, of my profession. Uh, that was considered rock Island territory. Uh, down the street, one way was the stockyards and the other way was a highway. So all the drunks going to the stockyards are coming through there. Yep. The gangbangers, all the lot lizards and lot lizards are the worst. Oh, uh, I can imagine. I'm there, still there looking. Go, Andy. There's oh your, the, <laughs> I'm still looking for an OTR driver to come on. Cause I have so many fucking questions about lot lizards. Like, like what, what are you trying to know? About? Just like from a truck driver standpoint, like just what, what the experience is, uh, I really want to know. Most of them have a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. For sure. That's yeah. what, like, uh, I want to know. That's That was the whole purpose of these segments. Like, uh, we have a friend of the podcast now who's a professional wrestler, indie circuit. Like, I want to know about the ins and outs that you don't see from the indie circuit. Yeah, Because yeah. it's all glorified in WWE. Yeah, you just see the, the, the you don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah. The man behind the curtain. Like, you I want to know the, the struggles the of yeah. what, like, with a tattoo artist. Most of you guys are, like... I wouldn't say contract, but like you don't have a W two. Yeah, you have to pay your taxes. You're self-employed. You, yeah. you don't have fucking retirement like yep, yep. like us. We have four hundred one k. Well, most of the newer ones nowadays are smart enough that uh, like I was talking to some of the guys at this convention, and and they've got like uh, bonds. One of the guys I was talking to, he's probably in his mid to late twenties, and uh, he already has. Uh, his house and three rent houses 
and uh, is looking at within the next five years buying like eight more rent houses. Damn. You know, so I mean, see, I want to do the rent house thing, but I just don't want to be a landlord. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you can hire somebody else to do it. I could, but then I, yeah. But uh, he, so, you know, a lot of the, the newer artists uh, really have their shit together. And I think that's one of the, you get the old school artists. Uh, I think it's really important to look at what the younger people. Are. So if I've got, you know, I, I don't know how many followers on Instagram, but if I look at somebody who's got 350,000 followers that's booked out, you know, for the next seven months, I want to know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But a lot of the old school guys are like, well, I change it. You don't need to change it. Keep on doing what you're doing. Fuck that, dude. You know, I want that big house on the hill one day. You know, I want, yeah. I want to be able to live there, you know, but. Uh, you want to thrive, not survive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that's another thing. You always want to learn what other people are doing. Yeah. In order to improve yourself. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Whether it's good or bad. Exactly. Uh, some of the places I've worked, I learned really, really good things that have helped me out tremendously. Uh, some of them uh, have been what not to be or what not to do. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it, it all just kind of, yeah, it stems from. every Everything that you learn in life helps you become the person you are. Yes. yes. And whether that's a good or bad thing, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you can it take all it either way, so, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so the whole purpose of of bringing in like tattoo artists stuff like that is because I wanted to to shed light to the people because like you guys, you, you deal with with sometimes you got like just for an example's sake, like a Karen come in and she was like, well, this is what I want. I don't want to hear what you have to say, and they're just complete fucking bitches, right? Or even guys like dicks, you know. Like, oh, I want this fucking barbed wire around my bicep. And you're like, bro, that's like 40 years old. Yeah. Like, let's let's think about something else. And they want to get like live with you. But what they don't realize is is everything you have weighs in on this. Like, yeah, I've, I've heard of situations where like tattoo artists will have regular day jobs. Like that girl you were talking about would go to work and then come up to the shop. Yeah, well, she's she's an apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. but what, what people don't realize is like everything you have lies on this this job yeah this like, one thing and well, if, that's why i got i've got an anchor and a bobber sink or swim yeah you know i know so many people that are like well if this doesn't work out cool. i'll do yeah. blah 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 and yeah. i'm like fuck that put 100 percent into it or don't. exactly you know get the fuck out like tat tattooing is something that like you're gonna get what you put into it yeah you can't you can't come in and just put in 40 hours and expect to to be like a Kat Von D or no, one no, of these big artists, not. Like, it, it's a religion. To uh, I mean, you you have to put your whole life into it. If you don't put your whole life into it, then then you're not going to do anything with it. Yeah, and you know, so like a big thing is like prices. Like people are like, God, why are you charged so much? Well, it, it, you're not paying for the time. You're paying for the experience. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I can give you a, a two hour tattoo well, and charge you eighty bucks, like that guy you were talking about said. But it's going to be exactly what that is, an $80 tattoo. Yeah. And, yeah. But So I wanted to bring light to people, so hopefully... Well, that and a lot of people don't realize... Okay, so I hear a lot of people, uh, mostly not my clientele, but I will hear a lot of people yeah. say, uh, uh, you know, wow, 100 bucks. You know, We've got a $100 minimum at the shop. And that's that's for, if you want a dot, it's 100 bucks. Yeah. You know? And, and I hear people go, oh my God, that's so expensive. I can't believe tattoos are so expensive. And I'm like, you know, that's funny because if you can name any other industry that since 1989, when I started in 1989, we had an $80 minimum, $100 an hour. 
anything in 33 years that's only one up as much as tattooing has, I mean, that's ridiculous. Especially when you stop and think about all the new, like, uh, barrier films and, and drape cloths that we use now. Uh, everything's disposable now. There is no reuse and yeah. uh, tubes and stuff. Yeah, you're not having to, you know, put them in the, I forget, autoclave whatever. The autoclave. And, yeah. There you go. No, you're not you're, having to do all that to shit. You're buying the, the new inks and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, you're buying brand new everything. And then after you take all that into consideration, then you got to stop and think that, you know, when COVID came around, like I used to use this brand, uh, it was Opus Glows. It was made by tattoo artists, by tattoo artists, and fuck them. I just want to say that. Uh, <laughs> because like as, as soon as COVID came around, they sold out to the medical industry. So you can't buy them anymore unless you're a big pharma. So, uh, and they were awesome, awesome gloves. But our gloves went from, uh, like, if I bought them by the case, they were seven ninety nine a box. Okay. And then uh, we have delivery trucks that come by and uh, supply trucks. And uh, they, they do pretty much like Snap-on, you know. And uh, so they come by. It was right after all the COVID stuff first started up. And uh, I was like, hey, man, I need to get a case of gloves. Oh, just so you know, gloves went up, man. I was like, okay, so what'd they go up to? Twenty four ninety nine a box. Twenty seven ninety. Damn, I was close. Almost had yeah, it. Yeah, so almost thirty bucks a box. Yeah, from seven bucks a box. And, and, yeah. and that's a, you so, know, that's a, that's a lot of what the public doesn't put into that is you're spending your money. Yeah, yeah. To reimburse yourself to get these supplies in order to keep doing well, this. and and you also it, it's almost like a, a trap, if you will, because you can go through. And you're 1099. So most of the general public that aren't 1099 don't understand. You're 1099. That means you're paying like 27% of every dollar you make yep. to taxes. Uh -huh. So you figure you can do one of two things to, to compensate for that. I can go through and all of my supplies and my, my medical and all that stuff, I can write all that stuff off. Mm -hmm. At the end of the year, sure, yeah, I can do that, and I won't have to pay as much in taxes, but I also won't be able to buy a house yeah. because now I just want from making you know sixty, eighty, one hundred and fifty thousand, whatever you make, so thirty thousand a year, yeah, yeah, because you spent all this money in supplies. So you can either give it to the government or you can give it to the suppliers. You well, know? yeah, so, I mean, we're just like, really getting into that game because we just LLC'd, so. We're waiting on that to come through and yeah, finish yeah. getting done with the state. So we're really about to learn yeah. how all we're, that. We're about works. to get a crash course yeah, in Uncle yeah. Sam. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, a hell of a guy because you know, like I've always been a WT employee. Like, so I've never had to deal with shit like that. My wife does our taxes, so I'm like, I don't know. So when we LLC, like you can ask him. My biggest worry was I just want to make sure that Uncle Sam can't fuck us later. Yeah, yeah. Without us sure. at least knowing if that he's about to insert. Anybody in the world can. Yeah. It is Uncle Sam. So yeah. that that was the biggest fear, and and that's what like a lot of people don't maybe don't take the time to realize is you're not W two. You're not being paid an no. hourly rate. No. Like and, well, and most people don't realize that you're sharing a percentage with the shop. Yeah. And in Texas, the percentages are low uh they're they're real low like uh i know people that make anywhere from they might start out at 35 percent you know of wow. every tattoo they do they get you know Damn. uh and then the average in texas is 50 50 split which uh is just now starting to change a little bit but in all the other states have been changed for a long time so hypothetically so, if you do a 400 tattoo like you're only getting 200 off of it yeah yeah 
See, and so, like and people then, don't and realize then you that. check out your supplies. Yeah. Yeah. So like at a 400, all right, people, next time you want to complain about the price of a tattoo, take this into consideration. He comes at you with a $600 tattoo right off the bat. He's not even getting 300 of that. Then he's got to turn around and buy his supplies, which may be another $180. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just hypothetically. So, yeah. so really off $300, he's only making 120 off what could be a four hour tattoo. If you break that down, what's a, that's $30 an hour. Yeah. Right. Like, is my math right on that? Yes. Okay. So you're sitting here thinking, oh, well, $600 which, is a lot for a tattoo. No, bitch, it ain't. Shut up. Sit down. What'd that, what'd that guy say to you? <laughs> Sit down. Shut the fuck up. I He's all out of skulls. Yeah. All you're getting is fucking yeah. dragons. All you're yeah, getting yeah. is goddamn dragon. But no, man. And, and that's what I want to bring light to is, is because people need to, to chill out on shit like that because they don't know the behind the scenes struggles yeah. that you guys well, deal with. And, and so at the same time, uh, I mean, you 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 want them to know, but you don't want them to know. You yeah. Know? Because I kind of feel like, uh, you know, even you know, as a kid growing up, magic was the shit. You know, magic was real. Fucking love that. And game. then and then wait, hold on. Are you talking about magic? Game. No, oh, no, no, he's no. talking Just, about like real life. Like, yeah, magician. like David Copperfield shit. I thought know? I would throw it out uh, there, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> not the gathering. Dungeons no. and Dragons was good too. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, so you know that shit was it was the bomb and it was real. You know, and then as you get older, you start seeing all these shows like discrediting and showing how yeah. they're doing the shit and all. So it loses that that luster. You know, and the mystique and, about yes, it. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like uh, that uh, the more the general public knows about tattooing, the more it kind of loses that that sense of like, ooh, I'm going to go get a tattoo because I'm a bad boy or bad girl or whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, but at the same time, you want them to know because, you know, you got you got an electric bill. Yeah. So it's like, shit, what do I do? You know, so I had some people come in when I was out and uh, I used to manage shop out in Crowley. Uh, and way back in the day, and Harold's, yeah, yeah, holy fuck, okay, wow, no, hold on, no, go ahead, I have a question. So, after this, were you there ahead. when Harold's opened? No, no. Oh, okay, the grand opening, yeah. I heard all about that. So, my cousin, my yeah. cousin's band was the band that played resin, yeah, was the band that played that opening night. I was there the night they opened, and I was like, and the chick got ran over by the Trans Am. Oh, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear about all Trans Am out front doing burnouts and hit this chick and like ran over and I remember both of her legs. Oh, oh fuck. shit. Okay. Yeah. Good job, Andrew. Yeah. But no, <laughs> Way to be so excited so about that. But nobody heard it because the bass guitar grounded it all. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that would have been my cousin's band. Yeah. But no, fucking like my whole sixth grade year, I like I wore a Harold's uh, tattoo t shirt to school and everybody's like, Oh, that's fucking cool. And I was like, Yeah, man, I got to go to the opening and, and all this yeah. shit. I was like eleven, you know, but that's fucking yeah, small yeah, world. I, I had a chick come in there with her husband one night and it was like right before we closed. And at the time we said open till like midnight anyhow. And uh she's wearing like a fur coat and he's all dressed up, all like chic and stuff. And uh I was like, what can I do for y'all? And she was like, we're looking at doing something dangerous. We're thinking about getting a tattoo. And I started laughing. Her husband or boyfriend, whatever he was, he was like, what are you laughing about? I was like, dude, you want to do something dangerous? Go drive up and down 35. This ain't dangerous. Fucking play Russian roulette. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, right. bro, I mean, seriously, shoot BBs at each yeah, other. Throw mousetraps at each other. This yeah, is no, some no, of the like, safest shit you can do. Yeah. Bro, Andrew. You want to see something dangerous? Just, Watch me pull this surgically fucking cleaned uh, tube out of this package. That's and real now, dangerous now it's uh most people 
that I know don't even use coil machines anymore. They use a rotary, mm-hmm. and those are just individual cartridges. You know, they come blister packed. Yep. You yeah. know, chemoclaved, and uh, you open it up and put it on there. You might use like two or three of them for a tattoo, and then when you get done, they all go in a sharps container. Bam, so it's done. been a it's been a, a a hot minute since I've gotten a fucking tattoo. Yeah, same uh, here. A lot of them are not even using corded guns anymore. No, I don't, right? They're I all don't. fucking yep. wireless. That's fucking. Sick. I just went to wireless. Uh, so I used to be real big, loyal to the coil, you know, coil machines forever and all that crap until. One of my buddies talked me into trying out uh, a rotary machine in Georgia. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I see. So, uh, and then just here recently, I switched over to completely cordless. So, uh, and, oh, my God, it's different world. It okay. just frees it up. Yeah. So, let me ask you a question. The the coil versus the cordless or coil. No, nobody's going to say shit about that one? The fact that he said it now, is it just me that we're, we're fucking pointing out? What yeah, I say? Obviously. Let me ask you a let me, question. Let me ask you a question. Oh, sorry. It, it, we're, we're not pointing this yeah, shit out? No, you know, fuck you. No. Fuck I can both get, y'all. I can get away with it. You can't. Shut up. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> can't is, remember the question now, huh? No. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> fuck you. Coilless versus... Or, you know, corded versus cordless, however you want to put it. What... Um, is it is it how does that work like is it just like battery operated or is it like a bluetooth to the to the machine to give you the specific rpm type situation you yes. need uh okay. all of the above you can the newest ones now you can uh control through your phone Ooh, they have an app for the uh, phone? that's fucking sick but awesome. i think that's kind of a waste of time personally yeah. okay because then you have to bring something else into the equation uh, so like the one i use now has a battery on it and then it's got your your where you can dial it in on the battery. Oh, okay. So it's digital. You just hit the button and it moves up and down the scale and it yeah. puts it right where you and need. And have whatever speed you need at that yeah. point, depending so, on what size needle you're yeah. using. And then stuff. you can you turn it and it gives you your needle depth out of the yeah. tube and you, you know, know all the that. needle depth. Yeah, yeah, the needle depth. That's, so that's why I did it out here. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're we're picking up what <laughs> you're putting down, brother. Yes. I'm sure yes. you are. But uh yeah, so uh, that I'm fucking hit like <laughs> what we're gonna do, but that yeah, that uh, I feel like it totally changed the game, and yeah. I I didn't want to admit to it because I wanted to be that old school. Yeah, but then everybody, you know, dude, just try it once, see what you think, you know. Hey, Cordless is for pussies. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it back in the day. And yeah. I'm always I'm always open to the idea of at least try it once, two, three, four times, and. If you don't you like know, it after that, then funny well. story. <laughs> funny story. I can't wait for this. So uh Secret Time? This dude in <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, yeah. He was in Georgia. He used to come in all the time. And, okay. and he was kind of a loose cannon anyhow. And uh he was in there goofing around with one of the, the other artists just bullshitting back and forth. And the other artist was like, You're gay. And he was like, No, actually I'm not. A matter of fact, I know I'm not. And he was like, do what? And he was like, well, you know, so a while back, somebody called me gay. So uh, I went to the bar and I picked up this dude and I took him home and I sucked his dick. (laughs) I didn't like it. (laughs) But then I started thinking, you know, maybe it was just that dude. So the next night I went to the bar again. I picked up a different dude and I took him home and I sucked his dick and I didn't like it either. And then I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe it's just my town. Maybe maybe it's something about the people, the water around here. 
So I went down south. Water tastes like dirt. Yeah, <laughs> tastes like dick. Was his name Andrew? <laughs> Fuck you. He was like, I'm a so I went down south and uh, picked up a dude down there and sucked his dick. And I, I didn't like it either. And, you know, so I kept thinking maybe it's just something about these dudes. So, you know, all in all, I sucked probably like 25 dicks and I didn't like any of them. So... You ever sucked a dick? <laughs> Who's gay now? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> damn. Fuck, that is that's fucking a good argument. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, one of our friends is always like, because uh, I'm like, you're fucking gay. He's like, you suck one dick and then you get labeled a uh, uh, dick sucker. Yeah, or no, that's what it is. I call him a cocksucker. He's like, you suck one dick and then you get labeled a cocksucker. I'm like, no, motherfucker. It's the six other dicks you sucked is what got you labeled. Me and one of the guys I used to work with, he'd he'd be like, you know, I know you're gay. And then he'd pop off like something like that shirt you're wearing, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, you know how I know you're gay? And he'd be like, how's that? Like, remember that time you sucked my dick behind the dumpster? <laughs> and, and that and that's the that's the kind of relationship we have. Yes, he says that yes. shit all the time. I'm like, fuck you, Andrew. Yeah. I'll try and call him gay and be like, hey, motherfucker, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. That's that's something I don't understand. Like, like now, like back in the day, like uh you would call someone gay and it, it really didn't have anything to do with their sexuality, you know? Yeah. Like when I was growing up, like you just like you're like, fucking stupid. Yeah, it's like yeah. calling you'd somebody like, retarded. Like you can't, everything's yeah, so PC now. Yeah, that. You'd be like, gay, and, and, and now people get mad because they're like, you're making fun of homo. And no, I'm not making fun of homosexual. I don't care if you're homosexual or not. That's up to you, but don't grab my ass. No, no, uh, but, uh, do not, yeah, do not, but, but <laughs> please don't. Now it's like, you know, so many things, and and I'm not just saying this about gay. I'm saying it about everything, like, everything in the world today. Oh my god! You know, because I mean, they're like, well, that, well, so okay. I didn't know this until just probably a year or so ago that the term fag uh, is is the reason that, from what I was told, the 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 gay community hates that name so much. Is because in Europe, that's what they call a cigarette. Correct. And in uh, Europe, yep. they would wrap up homosexuals in a carpet and light them on fire and Ooh. call it. A, oh, shit. That's something yeah. I didn't know. Okay, so, didn't know that. So I did not know that. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, that's not what that originally meant. Yeah. So now you're taking a term like gay, which yeah. used to mean happy or, uh -huh. or, or, you know, just joyful and, and now using it saying that it means homosexual you're, technically it you, doesn't, you're putting that negative connotation to it when that is not at all what or, I'm or not even negative. You're putting, you're putting something that it doesn't mean you're putting like, your own spin on. Yeah. 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 So, and then you're going to get offended if I use it because that's how you want to perceive that word. You yeah. Know? So it, 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 it's, it's a, again, it all comes back to, you know, it's one of those very fine lines. Yeah, it's like, sword. yeah, like, you're either going to get cut or stabbed. Yeah. Which is yes, it? Yes. We were, we were talking cut. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go with cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it on our, on our radio show, uh, about how like cancel culture is finally coming to an end. Yeah. Like the, you know why they're, they're, they couldn't do it to Joe Rogan. They're, they're canceling it. Yeah, yeah, canceling. yeah nice. there it is. But uh, and, and it's very thankful because, you know, we're not so worried about it right now, because even though we have been in this game for two years now, we're, we're still like now we're starting to look at it from a business aspect. Uh, with our first podcast, it was it was specifically it was a Christian podcast. I, I used to be a youth pastor. 
So I did a Christian podcast and I didn't want to make any money off it. We never monetized. We never did anything. I wanted it to be purely informational. Uh, but with this one, when we come into it, I was like, fuck it. The sky's the limit. Let's like, see. Let's see what we can make. I want to, I want a Lamborghini, uh, Aventador. So we need to make this happen. By the way, we can still rent one for like $4.2 million or whatever it is. Uh, that's more than what it costs to buy it. So hard pass. I don't know. You I'm didn't just wear saying. that shirt when you were a youth pastor, did you? Uh, Actually, I think you did. I think I bought it before I left. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's weird. That's yeah. Weird. Well, no, no. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hon. Let me, let me, let me. We're having this guy back. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew that sure. first five minutes we started re recording. Almost, I was like, oh, yeah, he's coming back. Almost definitely. Uh, no, I never wore it to a youth outing okay. or anything okay. like that. Yeah. Because uh, that would totally convey some wrong message. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's not even. Explain to him your story about your youth pastor when you first started going back to church. My about the about basically his my therapist said I don't have to talk about that. If I don't want. <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying to. No, his youth pastor basically told him, "Why are you wearing a specific oh, yeah, yeah, brand yeah, yeah, yeah. of clothing? Because they so they give so much to the gay right." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when I was when I was in the youth group, I got a new youth pastor, uh, and he come to me probably about six months after he got there, which I could already tell I didn't like the guy. Uh, and he come to me, I was wearing Abercrombie because I'm a fucking 2000s kid, and that's what was huge back then. Yeah. Abercrombie Hollister. And uh, he came to me and was like, listen, if you're going to wear Abercrombie to church, I'm going to have to ask you not to come back because they give 10% of their earnings to the gay stand. Well, in my smart-ass teenage life, I went back home, did some research. He wore a bunch of American Eagle. And at the time, they were giving 15% of their earnings to the gay stand. <laughs> oh, bro, this so is So I went back the next week, and I put the piece of paper that showed it on the table, and I said, hey, if you're going to wear American Eagle to church, I'm going to have to ask you not to come back because they give 15% of their earnings to the gay stand. And I looked at him, I was like, I'll never come back to church because of you. And I, I made a point not to do that for a long time. Then I come back and ended up becoming a, a full-time youth pastor for fucking six years. And anybody you ask from that has known him, because uh, I've known him for 30 years. We've known each other since we were five and six. Never in a million years would you have thought Andrew Chase Lawrence would have been a youth pastor. No, let's, not let's put at it this all. way: on our merch store right now, we're doing a T-shirt line of my mugshot when I was seventeen. My hell yeah! My two weeks after I turned seventeen, yeah. Uh, two weeks after I turned seventeen, I got hit with. Uh, they were trying to charge me for breaking and entering, but uh, they only got me for criminal trespass, which was a misdemeanor uh, because I went broke into a house and stole my own band equipment back. Yeah, so uh, just to shed light on that, I turned around, we took the mugshot and made a t-shirt line of it. Kind of looks like a <laughs> so little it paid wings. off. It paid off. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, so, it, it will. So, it will pay off. Yeah. So speaking of that, have you ever had to do anything similar to that as far as like somebody stole something from you and or you stole it back from them? Maybe. Okay. All right. That's all I needed. <laughs> I didn't need like an actual specific answer. I was just curious. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, I've done stuff like that before. Marshall's over here trying to build a case. No, no, no. I swear to God. Mr. DEA, I have not. Listen, hold, listen. hold the fucking phone, Andrew. I don't know what he he has agreed to with the yes, feds yes. before this, but I have no part of it. Is so. this room wired? <laughs> no, I mean, only, tons yes. of wires. Only, only the microphone yes. in front of your face. That's the only yeah. one. And the cameras. Yeah, those two. You know, that are recording you everything. right now. Yeah, yes. everything is wired. Um, no, I'm just drunk so oh, okay is the is the feds wiring it we don't know yes, yeah that's that's totally different yeah uh i don't know we, the stuff i never really i never really gotten yeah. uh i guess so when i was uh oh what was i guess i was right before i was 18 
uh, me and a buddy had went to, uh, we'd, we went to this party and we were drinking and the whole back of his car was full of beer cans. And we had like, uh, like a handle of whiskey that still had like a third of it in there. And, uh, this chick shoe polished the car. And, uh, so we were leaving and he wanted to stop by his buddy, Jimmy, who I knew, but we weren't real close, uh, in Joshua. And it's like two 30 in the morning. Right. And, uh, Jimmy's an older dude, got his own place and all this stuff. So we pull up to the house and I'm just sitting in the car and the, my buddy goes up there and tries to just walk in the house and starts banging on the door and all this shit. Right. Well, Jimmy comes to the door. He's fucking furious. And the dude that I was with, like really looked up to Jimmy. So Jimmy's furious going off. He's like, motherfucker, I was in there banging my old lady in the living room. You come trying to walk in my house. What the fuck? You know, and just goes off on. Well, so my buddy, he gets like all distraught and he takes off walking down the street. He's wasted anyhow. Right. So he's walking down the street and Jimmy comes out and starts yelling at me in the car. And I'm like, motherfucker, fuck off. You know, I just rode over here with him. I'm sitting in the car. I didn't, and he's like, I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry. Come on in. You know, so I go in there. And uh, so while my buddy was gone, he got all upset. And he was one of those emotional drunks, you know. And he yeah. punched a tree. And so his whole arm swelled up, like just huge. So uh, he finally gets back. And he's like, hey, man, is there any way you can drive my car to to my house, drop me off, and then take it to your house? And my sister will give me a ride out there in the morning. We'll pick it up. I'm like, yeah, cool. So we start driving off, and woo, here comes Joshua PD. Oh, got to love Joshua yeah, PD. Love I mean, dude, if you're uh, in Joshua in, you know, past 1 a.m., you're going to get oh, pulled yeah, over. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we get uh, pulled over. Uh well, my buddy has two joints in his cigarette package in his pocket and a pipe between the seats. Yay. Yeah. So I'm driving. So guess who's responsible? Yeah. You, sir. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we got took into uh, Cleveland jail and a paraphernalia charge. And uh, and he told him the whole time, too. He was like, dude, it's not his. It's, you know, my yeah. stuff, you know, and. Cops just they don't like, want to believe it. No, nah, they were like, Well, he's driving. Oh, no, they just like, got a twofer. <laughs> yeah, 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 they did. And uh, so we got in there. And back then, like, I had hair down on my ass and I, you know, was moving pool tables. That's what I I did for a living back then. And so I was pretty big dude. And my buddy was a pretty big dude. And we get in there. And I guess the cops thought they were going to scare us. And I remember one of them is a little dude come walking in with like a clipboard, a pen. Rubber gloves and a tuba like Vaseline or something. <laughs> you're you know? about to get yeah. searched, motherfucker. And, yeah. and they just strip searched us, so we're standing there butt ass naked. Yeah. And he comes walking in. And he looks at us. He's like, "It's part of the job." And puts on one of the gloves. You know, he's like, "Sorry, I got to do it." And I was like, "Bro, I'm going to tell you right now. If you got to do it, go ahead and go back out there with your little pen and pad and write down assault on a motherfucking officer because it's about to happen right now. I swear to God, dude, you touch my ass, I will fuck you up. You yeah, know? and I'm just this like shit going had off. already done and it happened. Yeah, I ain't letting it happen again. <laughs> yes, yes, not again. I'm dude. already in jail. And what more can you fucking do? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and my buddy behind me, he's still wasted, and he's like, yeah, yeah. What he said, what he said, and he was like, well, I'm just gonna write down that it was already done. And writes it down on the little wax like he's writing on the pad and walks out and shit and then uh so we ended up spending the night in there but that's been like my only encounter 
with the law other than like getting pulled over and searched all the time in Joshua. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course. Uh, at the time, I knew the police chief, and at the time, the police chief had some kind of seedy dealings, and uh, I knew about some of those. So a lot of the times, I'd get pulled over, and uh, so here's a funny story. <laughs> yeah, and and they they'd start giving me crap, and then they'd call in, and they'd be like, "Well, Chief So and So said you were pretty all right, so we're gonna let you go," you know? And yeah. Like and then I worked my first job. Job was at uh, Morse Chicken. Uh, used to be where the donut shop is right there at 917 yeah. So, uh, donut shop, by the way, actually yeah, it really is. It yeah. Is. And, uh, so there is a cop that worked for the force that was probably 400, 450 pounds. He was a big old boy. <laughs> he and, ain't chasing nobody. No, no. Not unless he's rolling down a hill after him. <laughs> that or they had a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, had a cookie. Did but, he ever like pigs in a blanket? <laughs> yeah. I, I think they offended him. But, oh, uh, might have. They, you know, that's why they almost got canceled. But uh, no, so he went through and uh, he's he used to come in. And so we served chicken fried steaks. So I would take like two or three patties and smash them all together. Yeah. And then do them up that way. And then like every now and then I'd be driving and all of a sudden I'd see lights come on behind me. I'd be like, fuck, I didn't do nothing, man. What the fuck? And so I'd pull over and you'd see the door open and the car would go. And so I knew it was him. <laughs> I'm walking you working tonight? I'd be like, yes, sir. He'd be like, I'll be in there tonight. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> take off, boom, gone. You yeah. start carrying the just the chicken fried steak. Yeah, right. You'd be like, here you go. Here's I your would, I early dinner. Even stop. I'd just throw it out the window and keep yeah. going. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I'd, that was my only like big encounter with the law, yeah. and it was like a stupid misdemeanor. And yeah, it was. It was cool. Yeah, I, I never had one of those. I don't even have a mug shot, and he's kind of mad at me for it. He's like, "Bro, if you had one, we could make this a whole thing." I have yeah. multiple mug shots, dude. We could make you one right now. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We no, can make I mean, one. Yeah, I, let's go break something. Well, like, see, and that's, well, that's what, what I told him. <laughs> I was like, because my original plan for the mugshot T was to have both of our like how the faces are on the logo. Yeah, but our mugshots with Brohemian Chatsy in the middle. But the problem is, he doesn't have a mugshot. I'm the only criminal in the group. Yeah. So besides this, so I was going to say if he did well. if he did something criminalistic. Yeah, is that a word? That's that's a word. Well, we'll talk about that off air. We're not going to put that out. Well, it doesn't matter because you're going to get caught and get a mugshot anyhow. Yeah, but so you just got to know like you just got to do it before the episode comes out, and 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 how far you want to cross that line, like how cool of a mugshot you want. Like so, so here's the line: You want Johnson County, or do you want like Fed Pen? No, I want Johnson County. (laughs) But like Fed Pen would be cooler. Here's here's the line: I want to be like. Okay, here I yeah. did it. Yeah. Now well, see, let me go home. And my thing is, is it wouldn't even work the same because now Johnson County, like, uh, they don't put you in the stripes for the mugshot, and then they don't have the height thing behind you. They just put it on a gray fucking wall like this, right? But like my mugshot, what made it good is mine's from two thousand and what seventeen? No, what? No, two thousand five. That's what I said. You were two thousand four, two thousand five. So that's. Oh, wow. And like I had long hair, so I had it pulled back in a bun, yeah, yeah. and so like he yeah. tried to make the man bun cool before it was. It was. I just it, did it because you know having long hair, you wake up and it's all in your mouth yep. and shit. So you used to have wake to, up and you're drooling everywhere because it's stuck in your. Yeah, mouth. it's so probably you, not the only thing in your mouth and drooling over. <laughs> That's a jail thing. Don't don't fucking entertain that. Don't hear why. See why? this this is what, what you get when you funny. come on our show. What's the fucking point? 
Don't don't entertain that. That that wasn't even thank, a good joke. Thank you, Clint. He's had way better jokes. No, than that. but you know what is funny? He followed that up with a rim shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Not the only time he's got one of those either. <laughs> Listen. When, when he first put that on there on the board, I'm a musician. I play drums and I had no idea that's called a rim shot. So when he said rim shot, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he was like, that's what it's called. And I was like, bullshit. He had to like Google so it. That's and called show $50. <laughs> yeah. No, I only charge 35 <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, fuck. Bro, I got to tell you, though, this has been a great, great episode. Thank you're you. Probably thank you for coming on. All the guests problem, we've had it. and are going to have, you're definitely top three, my cool. favorite. Oh, so absolutely. Yeah. You have yeah. been fucking so entertaining, man. Uh, but what we like to do, uh, go ahead and shout out. I don't know if you want to shout out the the shop again, your hours, stuff like that. that Social people... media is anything. Yeah, like that. Uh, definitely. Wild Rooster Tattoos uh, off Brian Irene by Specs. Everybody knows where Specs is. Yeah. If you yes, don't, sir. you definitely know where Guitars and Cadillacs is. So is. Uh, we're right next door. Uh, we're open from 1 till 8, Tuesday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday, 2 to midnight. Uh, like I said, we're, we're opening up the other side. So come by, check it out. It's going to be dope. Uh, and then Instagram, Art by Sean Green. Sean's S E A N and then Mr. Dot Verde underscore. Uh, both of those are me. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, man. And, and what we'll do is we will tag all of those in the description. So if you want to get a hold of him to book a, a session with him, uh, we want to make that readily available for you guys. That or one of the other guys, you know. Yeah, or I mean, any. Well, I'm I'm booking a session at some point. Cause, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if, if you go on uh, Wild Rooster Tattoo on Instagram, it's got all of our links, so you can check out everybody's different styles and stuff. Okay. And then if you go to uh, Wild Rooster Rooster Social Club, uh, it's another Instagram. But uh, on there, so we have this board that we put up every Friday, and it's a uh, good size bulletin board you know it's probably you know like this part of the table here you know and uh it's full of all these tattoos and on fridays only they're a hundred dollars each all black and gray unless you discuss something with the artist huh. so uh so if we do one say you come in and you get an armadillo we do the armadillo on you we throw it away we put something else up in its place well because of the the constant changeover, we're constantly running out of things to talk, to, to, to draw up, you know, yeah. and, and ideas. So uh, a lot of times he'll get on there and uh, he'll he'll ask for suggestions. So like a while back, we had a chick that was like, hey, y'all should throw some turtles up there. So I drew up like 12 different kinds of turtles and just threw them on the board, you know. Uh, so, yeah, stuff like that. And then also he has, like, piercing specials all the time. Okay. So uh, that, That's pretty awesome that y'all take feedback, you know, in, input from clients or customers or people that just see your, your uh, work. I like that. I mean, a lot of – so I feel like tattoos used – well, they still are a luxury. Like, I think a lot of people forget that. A lot of people are like – especially the people that are like, I don't understand why they're so high. Yeah. Well, the same reason motorboats and motorcycles are so high. You know, because it costs a lot to. I'm motorboat for free. You motorboat, son of a bitch. No, you don't. You're married. I was pretty sure I was motorboating last night. Yeah, you're still married. You didn't say who he was motorboat. Mole lady. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. Yeah. I fixed it. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Good job, Sean. Really appreciated. It's. 
Yeah. So anyhow, so we do uh, a lot of that just because, you know, a lot of people want tattoos that, you know, don't have the money to come in and get a sleeve or a back piece or something, yeah. but they're still like hardworking, you know, people that, that want the nicer things in life, you know? Yeah. So I, I know, I know like we're talking about roofing, you know, yeah. I know guys that are roofers and, and work their asses off and still don't have a whole lot to show for it. But I feel like, you know, you, you put in that kind of work, hard days, hard weeks work, you know, yeah. you should be able to have some of the nice things, yeah. you know, otherwise why the fuck are you working? You know, so we, we try to try to feedback to that part as well as like, if you want to come in and set multiple sessions and do a back piece or, you know, something yeah. big on your leg or, you know, something like that, you know? So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll get with you after this and we'll get the links to the wild rooster sites too and everything. We'll cool. put all that up. We'll, we'll just blow okay. it all up. Uh, but man, I appreciate you coming in and doing oh, no, this. It a blast, Oh yeah, man. for sure. Like, like we've told the other guests that didn't know us prior, uh, cause it's you and one other guest that didn't know us prior to coming in. Uh, I appreciate you taking the fucking leap, leap of faith. Cause essentially you're coming to some random guy's house, hanging out with two guys that you don't know. It Great. can be, Three, yeah, I don't know him either. So. Yeah, no, we we pretend he's not here. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. so was like, hey, two guys. <laughs> yeah, we he's new, so we we tend to forget about him. But no, it, it does take a, a certain amount of faith in people to to do this. So we appreciate it. I I I, I try to put it out there, you know. So. Yeah, so, you know, it's, whatever. It's, it's well, really and, nice to know that you're not going to get trapped under the house. And see, and that's yeah, why, yeah. like, that's why I put it out on on my personal Facebook, looking for these professions because you're referred to by somebody you do know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it's sure. not just yeah, like Cody, Cody yeah. Spear. Yeah, yeah, he's actually the one that brought us the professional wrestler too. Is yeah. he really? So yeah, yep. he has yeah, really contributed dope, to this fucking Cody's podcast. Dope. He has he's definitely helped out quite a bit. Yeah, and usually that's why like I had a number, I don't know if you saw the post, but I had a number of people like referring tattoo artists. No, I did I saw he hit me up and said that you were asking about it. So I got on there and I guess it was only like at the time like two people so far. Yeah. And and no, no, it was a couple more than that. I take it back. It was a couple more than that, but it was people referring artists yeah. and and it wasn't any artists that yeah. were actually responding so i was like well i'll go ahead and hit him up and because i always hate like uh people that know my wife that are like hey how much would he charge me for this yeah you yeah. know well, come come to me ask me yeah know? she yeah. won't give you a yeah. price yeah and and you know so i hate that third party dealing with okay yeah. okay so now that you've mentioned that i have one last question and then we'll wrap it up if we need to how on on average what do you think people coming to your wife versus you to get prices or to think like, Hey, would your husband be inclined to do this type of situation? Like do, do you think more people just come straight to you or yeah, do you think definitely. more people come to her? No, more people definitely come to me. Uh, her people, the most of the people that come to her, uh, are typically people that went to school with her back in high school. Okay. And, uh, don't, talk to her on the normal anymore they're just like on facebook every now yeah. and then they might send a meme uh-huh. uh and then if they decide they want something they'll hit her up okay so and and then she'll be like i'm the wrong person to talk to you know yeah. if you want something talk to him and and, so. and with you being because you told us you know before we started recording you said you've been married what right about 20 years just or over just over just over 20 so years. so how october this nice nice yeah. congratulations um 
So this is something she's accustomed to. Oh yeah, she's, yeah. I was doing this. Yeah, she's so when, come into this. Yes. yes. Okay. So and, and I I feel like on couples that makes it a lot easier because the late nights and and you know guest spots and stuff like that. She already uh, saw me doing all that before we got married. Okay. So she knew that I was working late nights yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. So it's not so. something that, you know, y'all are married and then all of a sudden, boom, you're working until, you know, 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, and then she's and like, why were you out so late? Yeah. yeah. See, okay. that's that's kind of the issue we had. Like, so his his new girlfriend, like, when they started dating, he was doing this. So she, like, come in and, and was, she was like, all right, well, I've got to get accustomed to this now if we're going to continue this. My wife, on the other hand, we had been together, what? 12 years yeah at that 12 point. years when we started this and then one day i come to her i was like hey i'm gonna start a podcast and she was like okay well then it was i'm i'm gone for two and a half hours on at the time we were recording on mondays every week yeah every week you know like right off the bat two and a half hours has got to be designated to that where i can't be available to you and the kids and then it went to uh i had to go over there for four hours when we first started doing it to help him edit the episodes and she was like, it, it caused a problem at first because she was like, well, fuck, you know, like we're already busy enough and now you're taking 10 six more hours. At, yeah, six yeah. to 10 hours. You know? So that was like, that was a hard thing for us to get around. And now like it still comes up because now on top of lucky enough, I don't edit anymore. He does it all because he can do it in his fucking sleep. But now we have a radio show. So now I'm like, all right, on so Tuesdays. It, it paid off. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it, sure. it, it is growing and she sees that and she knows like this is the one thing I have that is selfish. Like it doesn't involve the kids. It doesn't involve her. It's one thing I have to myself. She, but also she's starting to see now the fruits of it because at first it was just a, a money pit that we were throwing into and taking time away. And, and but, it's something that could turn into something yes. for her and the kids. Yes. And now exactly. she's, so, she's starting yeah. to see that with the radio show. You know, it's like we're, we're just the last month. We've really, I guess, I don't put know. Our, put our, put, put the pedal to the metal. So to speak. we, we didn't actually sit down and talk about, it. all right, motherfucker. We really need, it was like something clicked in both of us. And I think it was the radio show is what kind I of, I think that's it. really what kicked it into high gear. For it us. was like, fuck, we really need to start taking this serious. Like now we're seeing, well, fuck if we just the last week we put an emphasis in the merch store and we saw fucking 10 or 11 fucking new orders that, wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have happened had we so. Because we're real bad about being like pushing for a few days, uh, just just throwing everything out there, and then just being like, okay, fade off. With yeah, it. yeah, but typical now procrastinating males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, too. Yeah, I get but that. now I get we're that. like, okay, so we have a podcast that's been going over you know nineteen twenty months now. We have a radio show that we just started. We're partnering with Joko Community Radio. So now we're, you know, we're really understanding that we're having to just turn this motor on our own and we have to put ourselves and the media that we want to be seen into this. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and so sure. it's really, really finally just, it's like the business now wheels. We're, it, it, kicking yeah. It, now it, we're getting, it's it. like you're to that point that, you know, the more we put into it, the more we're going to get out of it. Exactly. Yeah. This is, this is still a hobby for us in essence. But it's also now a business, especially well, drawing was a hobby for me. Exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, especially since we've LLC'd our, our media company that we're going to, that we're starting, 
it's really now to the point of, okay, we have to be business people about this. Yeah, we have to shit or get off we, the pot. We still yeah. want to be hobbyists because this is enjoyable to us, but we also have to realize there's a business aspect to it, and we have to just push and pump, yep. pump content as much as possible to get people to see it. So what we're going to have to do is we're definitely going to get you back on the podcast. Oh, 100%. I want to get you on the radio show too. Cool. Yeah, we'll get fucking, you on there. Uh, I know it's it's probably it's Tuesdays at 6. So and we we do like this is pre-recorded. Uh the radio show is live. Oh, so, cool. Oh, but yeah. we'll get with you and we'll, we'll work the schedules out and see if we can't get you on one Tuesday. Bring some scotch or something. Yeah, hell yeah. I've got brandy in the fucking cabinet in there. Do you really? Uh-huh. What the fuck? Yeah. Brandy? Can, can yeah. we do that for my birthday? Fuck you. Oh. Do what? Nobody even like it. Nobody uh, even like drink it. <laughs> We don't like you enough to drink with I you. I was going to say. Fine, I'll just get drunk before I get here. <laughs> At least or, we'll or know. Or fall asleep before you actually do get here. Well, I was going to say if he gets drunk. If he gets drunk. Yes. I. Anyway, if he gets drunk before he gets here, we know he's not going to obsess on crickets. Yeah. But I like the crickets. So his, his second week of doing this. He like he ghosts us right, and we're trying to call him. It's like six o'clock, and we're trying to call him. And we're lucky enough, our guest canceled for the night, so it was just a family episode, and uh, couldn't get a hold of him. And finally, he answers. He's like, "Oh fuck, I was asleep, man. I'll be there in a minute." The motherfucker pre-gamed it earlier that day and got entirely way too drunk and fell asleep at home. Four no, Long whole, Islands before I got to the house. Oh, he he also gone. had an entire bowl. So just yeah, yeah, that and Long Island iced teas. And I called it because I said, "I bet that motherfucker home motherfucker is at home, just pass the fuck out right now." He's oblivious to the world. Oblivious to the Most fucking certain. world. What was Most it? Six, six text messages and sixteen phone calls. Like yeah. totally just Muppet sleeping. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like with your arms killer. behind you and your mouth open, <laughs> staring at the ceiling. Just, yeah. Ah. This used to be. But an his operation. mouth was actually open for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, so are the Muppets. I mean, <laughs> true. But they also have hands up their asses twenty four seven. So. But yeah. Uh, all right. Well, guys. Uh, I appreciate the shit out of y'all listening. Uh, like I said, if you want to book a session with him or any of the artists at uh, Wild Rooster. Or just go look at my shit and see if I suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just check out the art. <laughs> uh, we'll have all the links in the description. Also, guest up with Brohemian Chat City. Tuesday nights. Live. Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. on Joko Community Radio. Uh, we'll put the links up as well. Marshall's going to have... Every I'll have 37 links to yeah. put up by the time this is done, but uh, that's cool. Also, guys, listen, I've decided. Uh, whoa, 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 hold up. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't require your expertise. This is merch. This is oh, okay. This area. is your deal. Yeah, go uh, ahead. We are going to extend the the mugshot line for one more week. Okay, uh, tomorrow is what's tomorrow? The 13th. So no, tomorrow's the 12th. No, no, tomorrow's the 13th. You're right. Yeah. This is Sunday. So tomorrow's February 20th at 6 p.m., the merch, the, the mugshot line will no longer be available. You won't ever be able to get it again. So if you're going to get it, this do week it. is the week to do it because yeah. I don't know if people like, because I've had a bunch Can of- Can we get you for a voiceover guy? Sure. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. 
But uh, I've had a bunch of people tell me, well, I'm, I'm going to get a mugshot shirt. I just haven't done it yet. And I don't know if you bitches are waiting for us to like run a deal like for 10%, 10 percent off or percent we're off not or doing whatever. it. You're paying full price. $25 for a fucking T-shirt is not that much, motherfucker. If Trust we got to pay full price, you got to pay full price. I was going to exactly. say, I paid full price for two hoodies and two T-shirts. So, yeah, fuck off. If we're not even getting deals, you're not getting deals. But you have one more week to get that mugshot T-shirt before it is gone. The next line is going to be fucking epic, though. And you epic. will find out when it comes out. Yes, when when I get all the art proof done for it and everything. I'm so excited for this yeah, next one. Yes. I just want to point out, I, I saw the picture of the, the mugshot, and it is fucking majestic. It is. So, Hell yeah. Like, like you're not going to see that walking down the street. Where anymore. else? Exactly. Ex especially nowadays. You know? Where else are you going to be able to buy a, a shirt of a 17-year-old kid's mugshot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's not even a grown man. I was 17 years old. It's and, fucking well, like classic. we discussed about. It, I was like, well, I can go get a mugshot, and they'll sell it to anybody. It doesn't yeah. matter why you want it. Correct. It will sell it to anybody. Yeah. Thousand percent accurate. What you don't you even do with it after you get it has no concern. Yeah, yeah. Yes. exactly. Listen, you can and hang I was it on your wall. I was a pretty, pretty boy too. So. You know, jack off to it like Andrew did to the Britney Spears poster. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and, Andrew Spears. Yeah, Andrew Spears. <laughs> Andrew was trying to spear her with his semen, but it didn't work out quite well. Andrew Spears, yes. Uh, but yeah, so February twentieth at six p.m. The mugshot line will be forever gone. Uh, if you miss out, you miss out. I'm sorry. Uh, and but sorry, yeah, no special request. Again, gassed up with Bohemian Chat City, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Uh, you don't want to fucking miss it. It's going to be awesome. Our next episode is going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, but merch store link will be in the description as well. Go buy your merch. There's the classic logo line, too. There's tumblers. There's hoodies. There's T-shirts. And we have hats now. We do have hats. We I, have, I gotta have get one of hats. those fucking hats. Yeah, dude. so we have an all-black trucker hat, which is kind of like the hat that I'm wearing, but it's all-black. It has the Bohemian Chat City uh, wording logo. Uh, we have that in all-black and then navy and white, navy front, white back. And then we have two flat bill snapbacks as well, all-black snapback. And then we have an awesome-ass camo snapback that I fucking, I'm going to buy. You like to snapback, don't you? Yes. Yeah, because I wear most of my hats backwards. I just wore this one frontwards because it says Texas is full. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Uh, but yeah, guys, so y'all y'all tune in, uh, and we'll and, and and where do where do they find that merch? Uh, oh, it, the link I, is I, too I, long to. We don't know the actual link. It's through uh, Teespring. Teespring. Okay. But it will okay. be up. It's easy to get to. Click it. It goes straight to the store. You can buy online. Uh, don't even have to deal with us. They do our printing, shipping, and everything. So. Until later, and then you can autograph them and shit. Yeah. Well, eventually, we probably will get to where we do our own merch store and have somebody ship out all the stuff. But till then, this was the easiest process for us. And and it's the most cost-efficient option. Yes. Cool. Yeah. After looking at like eight different types of merch stores to go through, yeah. this was the most cost-efficient. And that's just it. Like, I just want to let people know real quick, we don't get a whole lot of profit off the merch. No. Uh, so the two hoodies I bought, we only made like five dollars and fifty cents per yeah. hoodie. Like yes. I can tell you right now, the profit off the mug line shirt is like three dollars a shirt. Yeah, three three fifty somewhere in there. So it's charging twenty five is not us being money hungry, thinking that we're making fifteen dollars profit. We're not. We're making three dollars a shirt. Way back in the day, I did some prints 
and sold them through a company like that where you could go on and check out all these different prints and stuff and if you wanted one of mine they would make a copy of it they would package it send it out to you and mm-hmm. all that stuff and it was like 45 dollars a print i saw like three dollars and six yeah yeah. So we, yeah yeah but yeah. we we wanted to we wanted people to be able to rock the merch you know support us and then us make a little bit off of it essentially the money goes back into funding this okay so i have a question are you sure that you don't want the rape babies (laughs) t-shirt marshall i love you i love you too all right we're out oh hold on oh we're not out yet we're not out i want to thank our guest Sean Green yes. for being on this episode. It was amazing. Blast. And like Andrew said, we thank you for, you know, taking that leap of faith to come on and two guys you don't even know and just come into a random house in a studio. That's, that's, that's why just, I did it. Hey, you Mom, got free beer home, out of it. It's like it's like it's not homegrown Dude, type situation. Like, yeah. So appreciate it yeah, very, very much. It would have been weirder if I'd have known you for 20 years and then I'd have been like, fuck, I got to go. To be like, I gotta so, talk to these motherfuckers again. Now it's like, yeah, it's like everything's new. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is awesome. Fuck yeah, it, it's like a first date. Yeah, yeah. Well, good news is, but I don't have to point at the dial. No, there you go. That's true. But he, <laughs> the therapist, it's like there's no like, <laughs> there's no. Yeah. What's your pain scale? Yeah, where yeah, it's he, like where a did, two. Where did the band man? Hey, and Andy puts out. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> that dick's kind of worn out after this weekend. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway. All right. Fuck Marshall. I love you. Love you too, Andrew. All right. We're out. I think Later. I just got a cavity. <laughs> <laughs>